頼むソウルソサイティを守ってくれ Kurosaki Ichigo Hello, you're listening to Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is our fall 2022 anime season preview. It is time, Chris. It is time for us to look through the season, find out what's coming up. It is an absolutely, I say this every season, but I'm going to say it again, absolutely insane season of not only returners, kind of similar to the summer season, but some really big, heavy hitters that are coming around. But yeah, I think we're all here for Bleach. Bleach is coming back, Chris. Yep. Bleach, Spyx family, uh, just so much crazy stuff. Chainsaw Man, it is. It, if if this season was crazy, next season is going to be even more crazy. I think we have like twenty seven some new shows, plus we have like I don't know ten or so returning shows. So it's crazy. But、uh, yeah, as usual for our preview episode, what we do is we go through all the shows of the season. We'll start off with the new shows, the stuff that doesn't have like previous seasons or whatever. We'll go through all those. We'll talk about pretty much the name. The synopsis itself, who's working on it, any interesting people that are behind the scenes, like directors, series composition writers, script writers,、um, possibly who's streaming it. We got pretty much, I don't know, about half of them already have their streaming service kind of announced for it. So, and then we'll talk a little bit about the trailer itself and our thoughts on what we're seeing so far. So, yeah, without further ado, since it's going to be a longer than usual podcast, which I'm sure that many appreciate, <laughs> let's jump right into it. Let's kick things off with. Obviously, the elephant in the room, which is Chainsaw Man. Yes, Chainsaw Man is coming finally. MAPPA has, I don't know, it was like two years ago they showed us a trailer for it. It looked like it was like at least somewhat done already. So it was like, okay, when is this going to come out? <laughs> But yes, fall. It's finally coming.、Uh, this one, the synopsis says Denji is a teenage boy living with a chainsaw devil named Pochita. Due to the debt of his father、uh, leaving behind, he has been living rock bottom life while repaying the, his debt by harvesting devil corpses with Pochita. One day, Denji is betrayed and killed. As his consciousness fades,、uh, he makes a contract with Pochita and gets revived as Chainsaw Man. They said the title. A man with a devil's heart.、Uh, again, studio is going to be Mappa, which of course is doing like, tons of really insane stuff, and you wonder how their studio is alive. Uh, <laughs> sources of manga, genres are action adventure. And、uh, the scriptwriter on this one is Hiroshi Seko, who did Ajin, Jujutsu、uh, Kaisen,、uh, Banana Fish, Attack on Titan, and Summertime Rendering. So good stuff there. I think the director's pretty new. But、uh, yeah, this one, of course, will be streaming on Crunchyroll. As it seems to be, <laughs> this seems to be like their big heavy hitter. Like, this is going to be the one they're going to be advertising everywhere when it starts airing. So be ready for those YouTube commercials and stuff. Because they're going to probably hit it hard. <laughs> so, what, what is your thoughts? I don't, I don't remember if we've talked about Chainsaw Man too much on the podcast. I am, I, I can see the excitement for it, I, for sure.、Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to jump headfirst into this because of the darkness and the dark tone of it.、Um, there is one character that I'm highly interested in seeing,、um, but I don't know if I'm going to sit through all of it just to get to her. Is she like later on in the manga or something? I don't know.、Um, her name is Rize, and、uh, she, I, her character artwork really caught my, my attention, and I'm very interested in her. But that was about one character versus an entire dark show. I don't know if I'm worth is it worth it. Yeah. It, it definitely has the Jujutsu Kaisen polish.、Um, that's for sure. It definitely reminds me of Jujutsu Kaisen. Obviously, much more violent and bloody and gory. So <laughs> I've been pretty. 
I don't know. Obviously, the trailer is hype. It's it's very hype, hard not to get hyped by the trailer. The trailer looks insane. The animation's insane. Uh, there's a little bit of CGI in there, but it doesn't bother me because it doesn't stick out. And that's typically Mop Affair. They do a really good job of hiding some of that CGI. But I think I've been trying to, despite the hype from the trailer, keeping my expectations low. Because it's one of those ones where it's kind of like Jujutsu Kaisen, where it's like... Because MAPPA puts out a crazy uh, CGI or crazy trailer, everybody gets super hyped. They say this is going to be the next greatest thing ever. And then I go to watch it and I'm like, yeah, it looked great. Um, there was some cool action scenes, but I don't really, I can't say that I'm like, ta- <laughs> we're not talking like crazy storytelling here. It's literally the typical Shonen Fair. Here's why he's overpowered. He can't use it too often. Otherwise, it'll take over him and he's got to collect these things enter school <laughs> like i don't know if chainsaw man's gonna have him like suddenly join a demon school or something but we'll we'll see but i just want to keep my expectations down that way when i watch the show i can be impressed and i can be excited but for now it looks hype it i, I cannot deny that it it looks hype visually looks very stunning so um, probably that alone is going to make it really great. Now, I think they've already talked about that. I think the director or somebody or producer or somebody is already like they want to do like all of this mangaka's work. Um, they obviously want to do the next chapter of Chainsaw Man on the future. So keep your expectations in check because everybody says that like every director would love to keep making everything. <laughs> it's called them saying, yes, I liked working <laughs> and I'm being paid well here. Um, so don't take their word as, like, this is going to happen, but it obviously seems like there's some passion at least behind it, and that's a good thing. So if the if the creator, or the director, or whatever has passion for it, that means they're going to do a good job of it. So looking forward to that one. Definitely awesome. Chainsaw Man, look forward to that one. Moving on, let's move on to some, some fun stuff. Some fun stuff. We have Reincarnated as a Sword. Tensei Shitara Kin Deshita. This one is reincarnated as a sword, which is some isekai protagonists are reincarnated as powerful warriors or skilled wizards. But our protagonist uh, was reborn in another life as a sentient sword. He's taken up by Fran, a desperate girl fleeing from evildoers, intent on selling her into slavery. Uh, with her new weapons, uh, help, and guidance, she she's able to strike down her captors and secure her freedom. Together, this unconventional master student duo embark on an epic journey to liberate those in need and exact justice on the cruel of heart. So pretty much, uh, what was it? The Isekai skeleton night guy. (laughs) Where it seemed like all he did was save women from evil people. (laughs) Um, but yeah, but this one's got a cute cat girl and not an elf, which I'm all for because cute cat girls are much better than elves. Sorry for all the elf fans out there. Uh, Studio C2C, sources light novel, genres are action, adventure, fantasy. The director is Shinji Ishihara, who did Tsukimichi Moonlight Fantasy, Log Horizon, and Fairy Tale. And this will be streaming on High Dive, so good stuff there. I, I'm, I'm already, this was one of those ones where it's like, I don't know how I feel about Isekai Sword, but cute. I've had a harsh life cat girl uh, rising up out of the ashes. Um, yes, I'm for it. <laughs> She kind of reminds me of the girl from um, How Not Summon Demon Lord. What was her name? Uh, Ram or something like that? She reminds me of her. I guess cat girl, so it's easy to make the same thing. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. I, I mean, yeah, the the reincarnated as a sword aspect is kind of... 
Um, one of those things that gives me a little bit of pause, but when it comes down to it, I'm willing to give it a shot. I, I would love to see how they, how they integrate that into the, the greater storyline and ha- have fun with it, which is basically the main, the main issue is get out there and have fun. So I'm, I'm super, super excited about it. Yeah. And cat girl, right? Cat I, didn't, I didn't hear you say cat girl, so I just want to make sure you're well, acknowledging the cat yeah. girl. By far, I, I easily um, acknowledge the fact that there is a kimono mimi of any sort. It automatically is probably going to be top. Is it kimono? I thought it was an echo mimi. Well, it's neko mimi. Kimono mimi is just animal ears in general. So oh. That's the thing I think that's so great about this season is there's so many animal girls this season, which I'm like... Yes, <laughs> like like the thing I always complain about with like so much, so many seasons is like, where's all the cat girls? Like, Japan has created this amazing thing known as cat girls, and you just don't see it enough. Especially like in the harems, it's like every harem should have a cat girl. Why not? <laughs> but like I said, this this season really does seem like they're ramping up the animal girls. So I'm I'm super pumped for that because that's that's a necessity, obviously. So, um, but yeah, that's. Uh, Another world as a sword, or reincarnate as a sword, or Tensei Shitara Kendeshita. Moving on, we have Blue Lock, our first sports show. And I think the only, no, there's another, there's Yawamushi Pedal in, in this season. But no, <laughs> one of the very few sports shows this season, which is Blue Lock. Uh, after a disastrous defeat in 2018 World Cup, Japan's team struggles to regroup. But what is missing? An absolute ace striker who can guide them to the win. To the win. Uh, the Japan's v- football union is hell-bent on creating a striker whose hungers for the goal and thirst for victory. And who can be the decisive instru- uh, instrument in turning around a losing match? And to do so, they've gathered 300 of Japan's best and brightest youth players who will merge to lead the team. And will they be able to out-muscle and out-ego everyone who stands in their way? That wasn't quite the synopsis I was thinking I was going to get. <laughs> like the like the actual um the actual PV looks like they're all in prison. So I was I was expecting it to be one of those things where like they have to form a, a soccer team so they get a bunch of prisoners. It looks like they're playing in a prison and everybody looks like psychopaths. So yeah, <laughs> I assumed, and I guess that's a bad thing. But no, the studio is eight bit sources of manga genres are action, drama, sports, and the series composition by Taku Kishimoto, who did Millionaire Detective. Uh, Miss Nagatoro, Ranking Kings, and Fruit Basket. And uh, this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. I have to admit, PV Mad turned me off on this show. <laughs> I had heard like whispers here and there when this was first announced. That everybody was like, yeah, great, awesome. Blue Lock's amazing. It's going to be great. And I'm like, okay, cool. A sports show that's going to be hype. All for it. The moment I seen the trailer, I'm like, mmm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I just, the faces, I, I can't get over the faces. They look so stupid. And like I said, it, it made me believe they were all like prisoners and they're all like psychopaths that are like out to get each other to be the winner. Uh, but no, it's just apparently they're very, I mean, it it goes with the synopsis. They want somebody that's like a striker and they're super going to intimidate other people. Are, are you saying that they're intense? Yeah, they, they want to be intense <laughs> on purpose. So they they I guess they hired a bunch of people with psychotic eyes, like like, whenever we watch anime where it has that character who's misunderstood because they have those eyes, and then you find out they're, like, a big teddy bear, yeah. this is, like, opposite. They wanted them. <laughs> they wanted them to scare people. So, we'll see. Again, the PV really unsold me on this one, but we'll... Hopefully, when it's in action, it won't be as much that. I guess the thing, so... 
who knows? But Ao Ashi is definitely amazing. So I'm I'm up for another really solid soccer show. So and Unison Square Garden is going to be doing the music for it. So that's cool. We'll see. I I mean I'm not I'm not I'm I'm actually getting more and more uh not as excited about uh sports anime as as i used to be so but i will give it a shot when was the, when was the last sports show that you watched i guess the golf girls but that doesn't count that doesn't count the yeah, golf I, girls well, doesn't that, count. that's the thing is it, it had a an interesting twist that made me uh want to keep going on it and then that's that's the, the thing girls but no what i mean like not necessarily like straight mill sports show would it be like uh the, the sumo one was that the last sports show that you watched? Mm, in a, possibly. In a Sumo or whatever? That's crazy. Uh, I, I did technically suggest Awashi, but it, we're now two cores into it. I'm not sure if Chris is going to have the time to go back and binge that entire series at this point, but it definitely was a a breath of fresh air for me, honestly. Well, I, I watched Regain, or Remain 2, and that was really good, too. So I, I don't know. I, keep, I think I watch a, a sports show every season, maybe every other season at this point. It's it's hard for a sports season to really, or show to get me so. Yeah, Blue Lock, check that out if that sounds interesting to you. Moving on, we have the Eminence in Shadow or Kage no Jitsu Ryukushu ni Nari Taka Taku Takute, I guess. Uh, one big fat lie and a few twisted truths. Even in his past life, Sid's dream wasn't to become the protagonist or a final boss. He'd rather lie low as a minor character until his prime time to reveal his uh, he's a mastermind, or at least do the next best thing uh, pretending to be one. And now that he has been reborn in another world, he's ready to set on a perfect conditions to, uh, to live out his life to the fullest. Armed with the, his overactive imagination, Sid jokingly recruits members to his organization and makes up a whole backstory about an evil cult that he, they need to take down. Well, as luck have it, uh, these imaginary adversaries turn out to be the real deal, and everyone knows the truth but him. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna make up a, a bad guy and then comes to be actually be true. <laughs> like there's That's... this evil cult that actually exists in this neighboring country, and we need to take it down. And then, oh yeah, there is actually a cult. That, that actually does sound kind of funny. So I, I'm 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 actually on board on this one. So I've had a back and forth on this show. Um, for, before that, studio is Nexus, source of light novel, genres, action, comedy, and fantasy. Um, d- director and series composition, all those people, I didn't see anything special there. But yeah, I, 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 of course, for all this stuff, I did a live stream where I was putting together my outline. I do that now because it's a lot more fun talking to people at the same time, and they can point out things that I maybe miss. Um, and when <laughs> when I watched the PV for this, I'm like, this kind of looks like it's being super edgy and dark. So... I don't know what they're going for here because I know they're not going to get dark, but it seems like it's trying to be dark. And I didn't like that. And then somebody points up and says, but it's a comedy. And I'm like, wait, this is a comedy? (laughs) It looks like it's trying to be an edgy, dark fantasy show that's not going to be dark or edgy because obviously anime really doesn't like to be dark, edgy with fantasy. Um, And yeah, when I realized it was supposed to be a comedy, I'm like, well, then the PV sucks. (laughs) Like the PV completely rubbed me the wrong way. So... Now that I know it's supposed to be a comedy, I'm a lot more open to it. I've heard a lot of people say that the light novel is hilarious. And so with that said, I am excited for it. I just I just I just think they sucked at the <laughs> PV, I guess. I mean the PV's great. It's just it's it's trying to portray something I don't know that it's trying it, that it's going to actually be. So with that synopsis, it makes a lot more sense, the idea of him trying to create this extravagant thing 
and then oh yeah lo and behold it's actually there and you have to deal with it so we'll this see. is this is I, w- I would say this is Chunibyo, the, the the anime, but we technically have had that a couple times. So um, this is Chunibyo if it actually happened. <laughs> right. He's, he, you, he is, he's delusions of grandeur, but oh, crap, now I got to do it. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. Like I said, I, I think I had a bad first impression on it, but I I hope that they actually have something solid here that we can check out. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And then again, that's the Eminence in Shadow. Moving on, we have Urasai Yasura. It's back, Chris. I'm super excited. This, this, and the PVs are amazing, so it's got my hopes high for it. So, yeah, for those that don't know, synopsis is Tokyo, Tomobiki Town. Lum, the gorgeous daughter of an invading race of Oni aliens, is smitten with a high school student, Ataru Moroboshi, a dedicated womanizer. Ataru is unfazed by Lum's fierce electronic shock attacks and continues his daily hunt for pretty girls. With a host of other unique characters, including classmate Shinobu, elegant shrine maiden Sakura, Lum's best friend uh, Oyuki, uh, Benton and Ron, Buddhist monk Cherry, Ten and the little brat, heir, uh, heir to the wealthy family Shutaro Mendo, and the secretly female beauty Ryonosuke. Uh, a classic slapstick love comedy where anything goes. But yeah. This one's being done by Studio uh, David Productions. Sources of manga. Genres are comedy, romance, sci-fi, supernatural. Uh, the director is Yasuhiro Kimura, who's uh, known for doing 3D Street Colors and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And, of course, the creator is Rumio, uh, Rumiko Takahashi, who, of course, is known for Inuyasha, Ranma One Half, Maising Kako, which are all absolutely amazing classics. So, Yeah. Are you hyped? I don't know. If, again, far. another one. I'm not sure if I've talked to you about this one too much. Super, super excited uh, about this. I, I, it's, it's one of those that, that of course is going to hit all those nostalgia vibes for us. Um, it, it's definitely exact one of those that seen a lot of it, but not all of it. And, and, and it, I can't wait to just get a, a, a complete package. And plus the, the, um, getting it kind of revamped and, and updated to the newer, newer stuff is, just uh, gonna make it even more better. I'm sure. It's so funny as the trailer's playing muted. I'm. I'm. J- I can hear dying. <laughs> I can hear dying. Um, they chose like it, this is one of those great things. It's like just based on the PV. I know they love this franchise. It looks great. It's taking the old style and it's modernizing it. The visual style is modernized. Um, it's kind of similar to Ushio and Tora when they redid that one. Just it felt like a modernization modernization of an older t- classic, and with the Seiyu behind Araragi as the main character, which I'm like, yes, perfect character to choose. <laughs> they have so many great Seiyus that are working on this project. It just it looks like exactly what I would want in a remake. So now, as to if that actually turns out when it actually airs, that's the big question mark. But Everything I'm seeing about this right now has me extremely excited to see how they modernize it. Yes, obviously, I would hope that they would help with the, you know, the pacing and all that kind of stuff to more modernize that aspect of it. But either way, I'm I'm super pumped for it. Technically, Lum is like one of the OG waifus. Like before memes was a thing, she was all over the place with so many pictures. Um, she is literally like one of the first. The whole <laughs> leopard outfit and everything obviously oni so it makes sense but yeah I, i'm super pumped for it really excited for it and cannot wait for it to come around it's supposed to be two cores i believe but they're gonna have a split core for it but either way 
I'm 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 jazzed for. It. Was it was it was it only two cores? Was it four cores? Yeah, four cores. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So it's gonna run for a, a half a year and then have a split. But yeah, that's uh, Urasa Yatsura. Definitely looking forward to that one. I guess that technically could be in the returning shows segment of our podcast, but it's technically a reboot, so it's it's starting over. Um, but yeah, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Shinobi no Itoki, or Itoki the Ninja. Um, Itoki Sakuraba was an ordinary student until his life was turned upside down. He finds that uh, finds out that he is the 19th heir of a famous Iga Ninjas. The Iga must try to defend what is theirs from the Koga, a rival clan seeking to end the Itoki's life. Uh, Itoki is left with no choice but to become a shinobi that's strong enough to not only protect himself, but also his village. Now a student at Kokuten Ninja Academy, a high school specializing in shinobi techniques, Itoki learns the way of modern-day ninja, equipped with high-tech tools and gadgets, Together with his students of other villages, Itoki clashes with uh, the Koga in an attempt to end the rivalry once and for all. Yeah, this one is Studio Troika. Studio has been stuck doing idolish, and they're doing it this season too. <laughs> I feel so bad. Like I love Troika, but geez, they've just completely been sucked into the world of Pretty Boys, and that's obviously showing in the trailer for this one, which is literally just Pretty Boys. So it's very unfortunate. But yeah, sources of original genres are action, and this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. What is your thoughts, Chris? Are you going to be checking out the Pretty Boy Ninja show? I we'll, we'll see. It, it, <laughs> it's an interesting concept. Um, I I hope it doesn't get bogged down in um, more. Um, which which it doesn't look like it based on the PV. Um, but PVs can be deceiving. Um, stuck in the school stuff. Stuck in the school stuff. Exactly. You know what it is. I think it's going to be probably more like, um, it's probably gonna be more like regular at Magic High, where it's probably going to have the school stuff, and then, you know, after school stuff happens, and he has to fight and stuff like that. Yeah, That's what I, I would assume. It, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see uh, which direction this goes as far as what kind of, I mean, what part of the con- the concept they're going to play into. Um, I mean, it sounds like it could just be um, the the um, Academy is a, is a backdrop for him being a ninja but i don't know it, it it could go one of two directions really yeah i think that's my struggle is like the, the pv looks like it's pretty action-packed which is good but i think when i first saw the first signs of this this series i was like okay cool it's gonna be like some edgy dark modern day ninja type you know uh uh would you call it the just a modern day ninja and like as I like I said, when I realized it was Troika, I'm like, cool. Troika's going back to the old stuff. It's it's getting away from the Pretty Boy stuff. And like I said, the moment I seen the newest trailer, I'm like, no, it's Pretty Boys with a little bit of action in there. We'll see. I, I just I feel like anytime I see Pretty Boy coming out of Troika, I just kind of roll my eyes and go, what happened to Recreators and I'll know a zero? The stuff that you guys were did that was great. <laughs> Nothing against people that want the Pretty Boy stuff and Troika's giving it to you. Stick with Idolist Seven, <laughs> but. I want I want old, old Troika back, but we'll I mean, see. I mean, honestly, a, a modern take on the ninja um, is is something that it, I would uh, kind of like. I mean, we've seen it before, but another another person, uh, another writer doing something similar in that it it could be good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We shall see. Again, that is Shinobi no Itoki or Itoki the Ninja. 
Moving on, we have Akuyaku Rejo Nanode. Last boss wo Kate Mi Mashita, or I'm the villainist, so I'm taming the final boss. This one is when Eileen, the Duke's daughter, regains the memories of her past life. She realizes she's barreling towards ruin at full speed. Searching for any way out of this hopeless situation, the method she chooses to capture the heart of the final, uh, the last boss, the Demon Lord Claude. This one's being done by Mahu Films. The source of light novel, the genres are comedy, fantasy, romance, supernatural. Director is Kumiko uh, Habara, who did Million Lives, or I'm Standing on a Million Lives. Series composition by Kenta Ihara, who did Tomodachi Game, Trapped in the Dating Sim, uh, Simukimichi, Miroko-chan, and Tanya the Evil. And this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. Yeah. This one is, I think, the first one when I was going through the outline and putting everything together where I was like, okay, cool. And then I watched the PV. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I want this so bad. Um, and I'm assuming Chris is going to want it so bad, too. Probably more so if you can actually hear the audio. But I, it went from like being, oh, here's another uh, Next Life as Villainous, All Routes Lead to Doom. But then like I seen the chemistry between the main character and the Demon Lord. I'm like, this looks great. Like These two look like they're going to be a lot of fun if... It can. It doesn't have the first chapter syndrome, and they have some really great writing to keep it going. Because based on the PV alone, it looks like their interactions are going to be a lot of fun between these two characters. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm pretty hyped for this one. Actually, it, it ended up being one of my one of my top most excited for this season. No, I'm super excited about this. Um, I definitely can't wait until um I we get to start this one because the the concept is absolutely great. I love the idea of. Um, the villainous, uh, well, I, I, I've, I've so far, I've, I haven't been really disappointed in any of the villainous, uh, re, uh, reincarnated slash isekais. Um, so because they're, they're really kind of a shoujo, um, take on the isekai gen- genre. And I really have been enjoying a lot of them. Um, and this one looks to be no different. I, I love the concept of, uh, this character going into, um, this new world and then realizing that she's in a similar, uh, aspect to, um, uh, all ro- uh, routes lead to doom it, of, I have got to take this situation into my own hands and figure out a way to overcome my, um, my demise, which is really what is going to happen. And so she takes the route of going into the, the final boss and, and romancing him. I love that concept and I can't wait to see what kind of chemistry we got. Like Andrew is saying, he's, he, he's excited about the chemistry that, that gives me even more hope. Um, so yeah, love it. The idea, love it. Um, can't wait to see it. Yeah. Maybe wonder if uh, I'm assuming that it's going to be another case like that, where she's reincarnated and she realizes she's in the game world. Um, uh, other than the only other thing I can think of is that she's gotten memories of her past life and her past life was like, a jump back in time like she lived up to the point where she died and then she gets you know reincarnated back to the past and then she gets to play it again i'm assuming it's probably gonna be that she knows the game and she knows that she's the villainous so we'll see though um looks like a lot of fun definitely looking forward to that one again that's i'm the villainous so i'm taming the final boss moving on we have more than a married couple but not lovers or fufu ijo koi bito miman uh, this one is third-year student, uh, school student Jiro Yakuin uh, hoped to partner with Shiori Sakura Zaka, 
of the same class in mandatory couples practice course. In this practical, students must demonstrate that they have the necessary skill set to live with a partner of the opposite sex while presenting a certain level of harmony to the, the video surveillance that grades them. Unfortunately, Random Chance puts his slightly subdued self into the practical with the person polar opposite to him, the Gyaru Akarai Watanabe. Uh, Akari, on the other hand, hoped to be paired with her crush, Minami Tenjin. Uh, their hopes are doubly dashed when they find out that Shiori and Minami are assigned together. Thus, they reluctantly <laughs> decide to cooperate to reach the top ten, which would give them the right to exchange partner in both couples agree. Uh, to that end, Jiro st uh, steals Akari's first kiss without realizing what he's done while giving a hurried goodbye kiss. Sounds like uh, Toradora. <laughs> Sounds like Toradora, where the two get together and, you know, struggle to become the other pairs. But this, in this case, they're being assigned by the class to be couples. So, interesting. That's an interesting school. Uh, I guess, insert, uh, did you know that, uh, hey, Chris, did you know that Japan's got a <laughs> declining birth rate and thus this is very topical for Japan? <laughs> I hate that every time something like this comes up, somebody's like, hey, by the way, did you know that Japan's got a declining birth rate? Everywhere does. Um, but, yes, that technically is pretty topical. But, yeah, uh, we'll see. I, I I have to admit, I don't like the style of this one. Um, hopefully, in practice, it won't be as off-putting, but way, way bright colors. Super bright colors. But we'll see. We'll see. Gato character seems like it would be a lot of fun. I always like my goddard characters, so I'm sure that she'll be a lot of a lot of fun there. Yeah, they did, uh, the the artwork hasn't doesn't kind of bother me. Um, I I really think it looks good. Um, I um, I see a lot of contrasting in there to to kind of offset. Um, it, it looks really pretty to me. Um, got stuck on what you said. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> anyway, um, I love the concept. Um, I'm not sure how much uh, traction that's going to have, but we'll see. I, I for sure. I and I'm I'm on uh, along with Andrew. I I'm absolutely for whatever reason the Gadu thing has really got me stuck, and so I really have enjoyed a lot of uh, different characters that uh, fit that. Uh, Seems like it's been a lot more often lately. Like yeah. every se season, we have a Gadu character, which is pretty cool. So, and I think technically in the next season we have like what three Gyarus? I know that one's in Akiba Maid War. I know that one's got a Gyaru too. So, it's getting popular. <laughs> it's getting very popular. Uh, I didn't finish, but yes, Studio is Studio Mother. Sources of manga genres are comedy, drama, ecchi, romance. So you get some ecchi in there. Uh, series composition by Naruhisa Arakawa, who did Art Club, has a problem. Island, Let's Make a Mug Two, and Outbreak Company. So a solid series composition writer for sure. But uh, I think this one's supposed to be on Crunchyroll because I know they broadcast news about this quite a bit. So, but we don't. Ha I don't think we have a confirmation on it yet. So, but I would assume it's probably going to be there. So, there you go. There you go. Again, uh, check that one out. We'll be we'll be we'll be for sure checking it out because we have to get our our Gyaru fix. It's it's important that we get our Gyaru fix. But yeah, moving on, we have Do It Yourself. Uh, this one's like one that. I, I think was I I want to I want to say that I was probably the most pumped about when I was watching all the PVs for for this next coming season, but yeah, building furniture and friendships have a lot in common. Intentional effort and hard work are needed for both crafts. This is a story of girls in a do-it-yourself club 
building both as they cry, uh, as they carve out their futures. None of these, uh, none of it comes easy, but that doesn't stop any of them. Furniture, friendships, and the future. They're building it all with their own hands. Stu is Pine Jam. The source is an original. Zama's our slice of life. Director is Kazuhiro Yoneda, who did Kageki Shoujo uh, and, and Hozuki's Cool Headedness. Series composition and script work by Kazuyuki Furiyasu, who did Slime, Reincarn is a Slime, uh, Land of the Dale, Encouragement to Climb, Girls Last Tour, and Immo Junkie. Uh, they're actually working on two shows this season, so hopefully not two are worked. <laughs> and character designs by Yusuke Matsuo, who did Encouragement to Climb, so it's obviously there's a little bit of a uh, familiarity there. But yeah, this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. So, yeah, super pumped for this one. I guess, I cannot tell you. It was sad because when I, I like I went from going to the PV, I'm like, oh, this PV looks great. These characters look great. They look like they're a lot of fun. I want to see them all smile and be happy. Uh, a lot of little shenanigans in there. A couple points where the animation seems like it steps up and they have a really interesting style to it. And I'm like, I, it just reminds me. I it was it was more like yes, I felt Super Cub in the feel of it. But visually, I felt like Encouragement to Climb. So the moment I seen that the character designer was Encouragement to Climb, I'm like, okay, there's where the connection is. And then I seen the directors worked on Kageki Shoujo, and I'm like, okay, they got a solid director because I lo- I thought Kageki Shoujo was absolutely fantastic. So definitely looking forward to this one. It, it's definitely up there in my list of most hype for the season, for sure. Yeah, I love the concept. Um, I, I'm as I was watching the um, the PV. I, one of the things that caught my attention uh, was the one of the characters using the uh, a uh, drill, but it was using a um, a Phillips head screwdriver, and it and it skipped the um, the teeth, and it started rolling all over the the. <laughs> The wood, and it's one of those things that you automatically, if you've done that kind of stuff, you automatically know exactly what happened there. And it's, it's one of those things that if, if that kind of leans towards the relatability of trying to do something on your own. And, and these characters are doing that kind of stuff and probably are going to mess up all over the place. And I love that relatability. And I think that it's going, it it can be a fantastic show if it pulls that off. And like Andrew was saying, a lot of the, um, the, the character designs look really, really, um, great because of the encouragement of climb, uh, designers and everything like that. So it's, it's going to definitely be something that I'm very much looking forward to. And I can't wait to watch this one. Yeah, I think there's something special about what they're technically presenting with the show is this idea of, you know, building your own stuff while at the same time friendships is because I, 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 I'm not like the best person at creating things, but I'm the type that I'm just going to keep trying until I can actually figure it out. The only way you can learn how to do stuff is just by doing it. You got to apply yourself and try it out. And I think it'll be a lot of fun watching them as they kind of explore that because one, there's nothing more gratifying than crafting your own thing. A lot of the, um, you know, shelving and stuff that I have in my videos when people watch my videos. That was all handcrafted by me. And it's one of those things that as you do it more often, you realize what you did wrong. And the next time you do it, you do that. You you fix that issue, that mistake. And hopefully they can kind of portray that with them learning and honing their craft while, again, making friends and stuff. So definitely looking forward to that one. Super excited for Do It Yourself next season. Next one we have is Raven of the Inner Palace or Kyokyo no Karasu. This one, deep within the inner palace, lives a special consort who does not serve the emperor despite her position as a consort. Uh, she is known as Raven Consort. 
People who have seen her say that she looks like an old woman, while others say she looks like a young girl. Stories tell of her use of mysterious arts and how she can take on any request, be it death curses or finding lost things. Uh, Koshun, the current emperor, goes to visit the Raven Consort with that intention, without knowing that the fated meeting will become a taboo that it will overturn history. This one's being done by Studio Dan- uh, Bandai Namco Pictures. Source is a light novel. Genres are mystery. So the director is working on it is Chizuru Miyak, uh, Mi- Miyak, uh, Miya- Miyawaki, who did Gintama. That's pretty much it. Bunch of Gintama, <laughs> which is good. Uh, definitely an awesome director. So, yeah. This one I'm, I'm mixed on because the PV looks amazing. And it's the only genre they have is mystery. And I'm always out for mystery. So it looks like a period piece mystery with this whole concept. And it's like one of those ones where it's like, okay, if there's something good here, like there's a good story here and you have the genre being mystery and the beauty that is in the PV itself, sign me up. I am, I am super pumped for it. But at the same time, period piece things like this can be really boring if there's nothing like significant there. I've heard a couple whispers that the light novel series is really good. So I'm going to hope that it turns out fantastic, but this is one of those ones where it's like, I'm going to have to wait for probably four episodes. Well, I don't know. First episode can knock me, knock me away. I'll, I'm, I'm open to it, but, uh, I, it is, it's might be one of those ones where like, give me four episodes and I'll, I'll be able to tell if this is probably going to be something that's going to be like a hidden gem of the season. Cause obviously stuff like this doesn't really get much attention outside of like us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and despite everybody complaining about there's nothing but Isoko guys. And it's like, are you watching this? No. Then why are you saying there's nothing but Isekais? You don't watch any of this other stuff that's out there that nobody gives an You would think. I, I mean, <laughs> that goes anyway, into sorry, a different rant. issue. <laughs> Ranting. Stop. I'm, I'm stuck. What is an ODA? <laughs> what is an ODA? <laughs> <laughs> These classics that nobody watches but us. Uh, I'll let you guys know if it's amazing. It does. It, it, it's one of those that, for sure, it's going to be one of those... Uh, one one side or the other it uh, it looks amazing i love the grace the um, they actually show it i didn't realize that the synopsis talks about that some people say that they see her and they see an, a young woman some yeah, see an old lady that. and they just show the shot where she's walking she's going through the village and she looks like she's got wrinkles so i'm wondering what that's all about it, it 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 definitely is one of those that looks like it go could go one way or the the other. It, it like Andrew said, it does look amazing, and and some of the the grace shots, the um, she looks uh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, the there's some. It feels like there's some kind of a supernatural aspect to it, which could be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, that's this is definitely one of those that I've definitely got my eyes on. I really want to see where this one uh, takes us for sure. Yep, yep. Looking forward to that one. Again, that's uh, Raven in the Inner Palace. Definitely. Uh, sadly, I don't think we have a, 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 a streaming service for it. So hopefully, at least maybe High Dive will pick it up. That would be that'd be great. Please. <laughs> Moving on, we have Mobile Suit Gundam, the Witch from Mercury. Or Kiro Senshi Gundam Su- Su- Suise no Maho. Maho? I guess Maho. Yeah, that's right. Which. Uh, the era is Ad Stella, or AS-122. An era when a multitude of corporations have entered space and built a huge economic system. A lone girl from the remote planet Mercury transfers to the Astacasia School of Technology, run by the 
Benerit Group, which dominates the mobile suit industry. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I, I hope it's not the typical. Uh, they just build mobile suits for uh, economic purposes. Uh, they're definitely not <laughs> weapons. And then they turn into weapons. Uh, it's a Gundam joke, sorry. Um, her name is Suleta Mercury, with a scarlet light burning in her pure heart. This girl walks step by step through a new world. Studio is obviously Sunrise. The source is original. The genres are mecha and sci-fi. The director is Hiroshi Kobayashi, who did Kiznaiver and Spriggan, uh, the new Spriggan. Script work by Ichiro Ukuchi, who did Kogias, uh, Akito, The Exiled, and Kabanari's Iron Fortress, as well as Skate Infinity. So, yeah. Can I say it? Super pumped. <laughs> like, super pumped. Uh, another Gundam TV series that we've had not had in, like, forever. I mean, we had Amaim, but that's not really a Gundam. It wasn't a Gundam. It was just, like, some thing with their side Sunrise group that did that one. But I'm super pumped for another Gundam. I, I cannot wait for it. I haven't watched the preview. Uh, there's there's a prelude for it, which is available on, um, I believe, uh, I don't know, Sunrise's YouTube channel or something like that. Not Sunrise. Um... Is it Gundam Info, I think, their their YouTube channel? So I need to go check that out, obviously, before this one comes out. But The last one we got was, so what, excited. Thunderbolt? Uh, TV series would have been Iron Blood Orphans. But yes, we had, since then, Thunderbolt and what were we supposed uh, to be Origins getting? as movies. But no, we also had, um, what was the other movie? Um, Hathaway Flash. The first one came out, those came out. So yeah, we had Thunderbolt, Hathaway Flash, Gundam Origin. But TV series, it was Iron Blood Orphans, the last one that we had. And Mario Kata was amazing with that one. I hope that this scriptwriter, uh, Ichiro Okuchi, did, does a good, good job. I think the only thing they've technically worked on their project, like their writing, was Skate Infinity, which is all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's definitely not a Gundam. <laughs> it's definitely no Gundam, so we'll see. Uh, it looks visually amazing. Um, I've already voiced my concerns that I was, I hope they step away from the CGI. They've been kind of getting a little bit too caught up in with things like Gundam origins and Hathaway flash. Uh, iron blood orphans was, I don't remember any CGI in that one and it looked absolutely fantastic. So hopefully this one is a return to that form and stays away from the CGI. And yes, First time female protagonist character. That's important too, right? She looks great. I, I can't wait for her story. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what she is. It, the, the, yeah, it, it definitely does have a lot of 2D animation with this, the Gundams. It looks so good. 2D Gundams that look or Mecha is so good looking when it's done right. So good looking. I am very excited about this. Um, I I definitely want to give a, a a shot to the idea of. Um, a new Gundam, I, no matter who who writes it, and and this one is definitely one of those that I would I, I can't wait to see the the direction that they go with this one. Um, like Andrew said, it's been kind of a while since we had a good a new a, a good new um not a good new good one. new I, <laughs> you got new... two negatives there man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we had an, a new uh, Gundam in there uh, in its own series. So yeah, I'm hoping for the best on this one for sure. Good stuff, good stuff. Again, Gundam, the witch from Mercury. Looking forward to that one. And again, for those that don't know, make sure to go out there and watch the prelude story because apparently it's very, it, it's basically supposed to be a lot of setup. So getting all the setup stuff out of the way. Uh, moving on. Here's an exciting one, Chris. Are you ready for it? Play it cool, guys. 
or cool doji danshi. Uh, this one, <laughs> enter a bunch of cool guys who look like they got that un- unapproachable swag. But let's be real. That's not the true them. They're just a bunch of dorks who got the hack down pat. So sit back, grab some popcorn, and enjoy watching this bunch of goofy guys try to look cool all day, every day. I just love making fun of that synopsis. I think I did it last time, too. Anyways, yeah, Studio Spiro, comedy, slice of life. Director is Chiaki Kon, who did Sailor Moon Crystal, Backstreet Girls, and a ton of BL. Um, <laughs> she's all over the place. And a series competition by Makoto Uezu, who did Scum's Wish, Arpeggio, Blue Still, Humanity Has Declined, and Space Brothers. So, really solid team behind this one, but at the same time, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Obviously, not my not my genre, but I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. I don't know. I, I, got a, I got a little bit of a sense of something like Convenience Store Boyfriends, which I actually enjoyed that one, surprisingly enough. But convenience store boyfriends technically did have the boys meeting girls and the interaction between the two of them. So that one can easily – that one had that to help it. That chemistry between not just the guys but also the relationship they were kind of forming with girls. And this one just seems like it's a bunch of doofy guys hanging out. So that's going to be a little more hard for me to stomach. But we'll see. If the writing's solid there and they, they seem like a cool group of guys that I'd like to hang out with, it's more enjoyable it's it's only whenever they go in the route of look how hot these guys are, look how goofy they are, aren't they hot? That's when you lose me. <laughs> Obviously, the 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 synopsis sounds almost like um, Sakamoto Kun, but it, when it comes down to it, I mean it it it's almost like it sounds like it's playing off the um, cool guy, and then but real in all reality this is their real side and yeah. and that could be more leaning I think towards gonna the backstreet go, girls yeah i would i would say this one's probably going to go more with the route of oh my gosh they're cute dorky where sakamoto was like oh dude he's just so cool like he's yeah. so cool like he does <laughs> things that are so freaking cool uh but he wasn't a dork in reality he was just there and he was really he was cool. just always cool <laughs> he was always cool yeah unlike this show he's always cool um he does have a soft height side to him every now and then but he's just super cool he's just super super cool <laughs> anyways yes that is play it cool guys um as always we'll give them all a shot just i'm, I'm gonna say it now that just based on what i'm seeing it's probably not gonna be for me it's all so moving on we have, I've somehow gotten stronger when I improve my farm-related skills, or no min kenren no skill baka agatetara nazeka suyoku nata. What a t- difficult title. Um, Al Wayne. I just read that whole title, and it, and I probably butchered it. And then we have Al Wayne. Why not just be like Frank Bob? Al Wayne loves farming, and we don't uh, mean the video game sim. He wants to be a literal farmer. But in the process of improving his agricultural skills, uh, he somehow winds up maxing out his overall character stats. He's super-powered in the most unexpected ways of ways, uh, unexpected of ways, with abilities even the strongest of heroes would envy. Alas, he is... uh, Oh, his name's not Alas. Um, Alas... (laughs) All he wants to do is idyllic. All he wants is an idyllic farmer's life. But 
with demons and monsters invading the realm, Al may have to take up the mantle as hero just to keep his dreams from withering away. Withering away. Um, seems like trapped in a dating sim where like he just wants to be a mob and he's like, crap, I gotta get involved. Uh, yeah, this is the one with like the, the, the famous, I chucked a carrot at a dragon and it exploded, uh, PV. A studio is A-Cat, Sources Light Novel, Genres are Adventure, Fantasy, Slice of Life. And the series composition by Toko Machida, who's done a lot of really incredible stuff. I've We've kind of highlighted her a ton of times. She's really good at her what she does. So, yeah, stream on high dive. Your thoughts, Chris? Are you excited for absolutely. my next life as a farmer? I absolutely am excited about this. I, I This is one of those that where um, I love the concept of this what what the character wants to do and then kind of getting dragged into something else and still has that ultimate desire of this is what I really want to do. So um, that that conflict between wanting to do one thing and um, having to deal with something else, I love that idea and I kind of want it uh, want to see how they play that out. And um, hopefully um, they they balance that well of where it the, the the farmer thing being his main goal um and still you know not being being completely dragged away from that i i do love the idea of the um kind of mundane um aspects uh when it comes to these isekais of his main focus is farming and doing the farming thing while still doing the adventuring thing at the same time so i like that idea i kind of want to see that that work out and hopefully that it'll all balance well. Yeah, I think the only thing that I'm, I the the concept of it sounds fun. Um, I I think it's kind of sucks that we have this this we're we're going from like pure uh, fantasy fulfillment isekais where people get overpowered uh, isekai and they go around and everybody says segoi. Then we kind of it seemed like we were trying to shift into like more slow life isekai where I got reincarnated in the world but I'm not fighting the demon lord. But it's kind of in that middle area where it's like, can we just do one or the other? Like, can it just be him being a set guy, being a farmer life and enjoy life? But no, we have to have him be overpowered and fight bad guys. Um, I will say, because Andrew's the big snob guy, PV does not look good. Um, it, it moves. It has something happening in it, but it's very, very minimal animation. And most of it's just kind of sliding stills. Uh, there's CGI enemies that he has to fight it just it looks rough and typically when you get a pv it's like the best of best animation they have for the show itself and to see to see them slipping up in the pv is kind of scary uh, for the quality of the show so we'll see if a cat can somehow manage to make a, a functioning show but it looks rough so that's that's unfortunate for it but we'll we'll see we'll see if it doesn't even if it looks rough it can still be a great show don't get me wrong um it's just when you don't have that you're going to have to have some really good comedy and storytelling. Uh, and that was the argument, argument that I made early on with Konosuba. When I first seen that show, I was like, what is this Dean? What are you doing? And then it worked. Like they made it make the characters expressions, knock the comedy out of the park and the writing was phenomenal. So I was like, yes, let's do this. I'm happy. So we'll see. But yeah, that's, um, I got overpowered and became a farmer and then threw a carrot at a dragon to make it explode the anime, which is coming up next season. So I'm looking, looking forward to that one. Moving on. It is time, Chris. It's time that we talk about Bochi the Rock. <laughs> one that I think the moment that we heard about it, we were like, yes, Bochi does. <laughs> Bochi does. 
Bochi das. Uh, Bochi the Rock. This one is Goto Hitori is a high school girl who started learning to play the guitar because she dreams of being an, in a band. Uh, but she's so shy that she hasn't made a single friend. However, her dream might come true after she meets Ichi, uh, Ijichi Nijika, a girl who plays the drums and is looking for a new guitarist for her band. Uh, this one's being done by Studio Cloverworks. Yes, I just realized I opened up a trailer and the trailer has nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, genres are comedy, music, slice of life, based off of manga, series composition and script work by Erika Yoshida, who did Tower God and Trickster. So we have, uh, want to say, two strikes here. Obviously, Cloverworks, I'm super excited. Um, underdog character who's, you know, has issues with getting out there. She's trying to overcome her issues using music to do that. I'm all for it. The character designs look fantastic, but the the obvious <laughs> elephant in the room is um, we don't really have like um, a really good team working on this project. I, Trickster's not a good show. Did not enjoy um, uh, Tower God, but yeah, the big problem is that we are. Oh, there was one. I think this one actually had something in it. Um, we're literally a few weeks away, and I don't think we really have seen much of the show. <laughs> we're a couple. We're a couple weeks out. We haven't really seen anything of the show except for the characters and stills. Like most of the PVs that we've gotten has just basically been like text on the screen and then character art for the characters, and then enjoy the show later. Which is concerning when, again, we're literally a month out. So, yeah, I don't know. I love the the concept, the 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 underdog uh, kind of feel of this this concept is definitely uh, prevalent, and a, a character who's overcoming their weaknesses and and becoming something uh, that they. Um, they strive for is is definitely a thing that I really want. I mean, the whole idea behind, I mean, why we put the two together of Bochi Des and this one is because uh, uh, Hitori no Bochi was definitely one of those who is a character who is striving to overcome her shyness. The it, underdog. Yeah, for sure. And so I having it in a idol-esque type uh, uh, K-On uh play on it i i'm for sure i'm i'm on board with it yep definitely excited for it and i I think probably obviously the biggest thing that has me excited for it is cloverworks cloverworks has pretty much become my new dogokobo (laughs) as dogokobo seems to be introducing their b team a lot lately and not really uh as good as they used to be i used to be very hot on uh dogokobo and suggesting every single one of their shows and then they had like Literally, it felt like a year of just like this isn't them. Like, what, where's the quality anymore? Where's that that great quality they put in their cute girls and cute things type stuff? And Cloverworks has kind of come in and said, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> uh, obviously, having a, a pretty big company behind them, but either way, um, Cloverworks has been just on fire lately. Over the last year, they have been absolutely on fire. And obviously, they'll be doing Spike's Family Part Two at the same time this season, but they're doing. Um, every other episode like they did last time, I'm assuming. So hopefully they have plenty of people to work on this project as well. Because they did the same thing, I think, during that airing. They had two shows they're working on. So, yep, Cloverworks, I'm hyped for it just based on that alone. And, again, the premise seems really fantastic. So I'll be I'll be looking forward to that. So, yep, yep. That's, uh, again, Bochi the Rock. Looking forward to that one. Moving on, 
we have Beast Tamer. This one is because Rain, what his name, because Rain was a weak and uh, simple Beast Tamer, he was expelled from his heroes group, but that didn't stop his desire to become an adventurer. By taking uh, by taking simple quests afterwards, he was a destined he has a destined encounter with a strong cat girl. This one is Studio EMT Squared. Source is a light novel. Genres are action fantasy. Director is Atsushi uh, Nigorikawa, who did Love Tyrant, uh, Between the Sky and the Sea, Oof. <laughs> and Animated Training. I think Animated Training is the only one there that I like. I, I know Chris loved Love Tyrant, so. A uh, series composition by Takashi uh, Aoshima, who did Onipan, uh, Kakushikoto, Uzaki chan Once to Hang Out, and Kuma 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 Bear, as well as Unza Made. So, pretty solid series composition writer. This will be a streaming on Crunchyroll. So, yay, cat girl. Give <laughs> more cat girls. Give me all the cat girls. Uh, two shows with the main uh, heroine character as a cat girl. So I'm I'm super pumped for the season, as you can tell. But yeah, your thoughts? Are you on board? More cat girl? Oh, for sure. And and, and this is an, goes into what I was saying earlier. Another one of those uh, isekais that kind of doing something uh, a slight twist on it. Is and, it isekai? Well. I, it just says I'm sorry, fantasy. I, I, was, I was thinking like <laughs> expel from the heroes party. I started a life in another in a outside village or something like that. That kind of concept where it's yeah. not isekai, but it's might as well be kind of be <laughs> kind of. Um, but yeah, I love the love the concept of the the beast tamer, which is another one of those uh, classes that hasn't really came into the the picture, but. Except this get... season, <laughs> I don't know. Black, uh, we, we Black Summoner, yeah, we had not, Summoner, it we... sort of is, but yeah, we technically had my Sekai Life, which is technically a Tamer too. Okay, fine. All of this has been done a million this times season. before, but this I'm gonna season. I'm gonna try this this version of it because I want to I want another version of it. So I I'm on board. Let's let's do this. Tamers hasn't been a thing except for this season. Is is what is the way you put it? So. No, I, I thought that was kind of a funny thing because they're kind of doing the same thing as Isekai. Um, Black Summoner summoners were like the thing. Um, my Isekai life is technically semi-summer. He's taming slimes and stuff like that, so it's technically t- uh, tamer. But with that one, it was like everybody's seen the tamer as being like the worst. Like all they can do is literally tame deer. Like, they show it at some point. He's got a bunch of animals next to him, but it's like deers and birds and stuff. And it's like... Okay, how are you going to defeat the Demon Lord with a deer? Um, <laughs> but I think the the funny thing that they could be doing with this, I, I haven't had it confirmed yet, nor am I actually looking into it. I'm going to wait for the show to tell me. Uh, my assumption is that, okay, well, if a team, tamers are weak because they tame weak animals, why not tame an animal girl who's actually really strong? Or what looks like, I'm assuming, is a dragon. Um, she's got, like, the horns like a dragon. Uh, taming a dragon girl. So then he's super powerful. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the cat girl looks super cute and I cannot wait just based on the cat girl. The cat girl is like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm told already. I want, I want to watch this show. <laughs> yeah, it does. It has the rings around her. So I'm assuming he's taming her. I just spoiled it for myself. <laughs> it looks decent too. MT squares doing some d- good stuff lately and the PB at least looks really good. So, um, no better, mo- no better thing to make really cute cat girl even more amazing than good action. So yeah, I cannot wait. More cat girls, please keep bringing them. Japan, we love you for your cat girls. But yeah, looking forward to that one. Beast Tamer, um, be excited. Be 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 excited. I, I just lost my screen. Oh, it's it's in a in bed. Okay. Moving on, we have bibliophile bibliophile <laughs> princess or 
Mushi Kaburi Hime. Uh, this one is when book-loving lady Ileana sports Prince spots Prince Christopher, her betrothed in name only, consorting with another noble lady. She realized the recent rumors must be true. The prince has someone she truly loves, uh, which means the annulment of their engagement is both inevitable and fast approaching. What she doesn't realize is that this is merely a surface ripple, one of many where the truth runs deep in a conspiracy surpassing her imagination. Uh, this one's being done by Studio Madhouse. The source is light novel. The genres are romance. The uh, director is Taro Iwasaki, who did Sweetness and Lightning and One Week Friends. Um, the series composition by Mitsu Taka Hirota, who did Spirit Chronicles, Rent a Girlfriend, Eden Zero, and Animegatari's. So, solid team behind it. <laughs> solid team behind it. I think this is obviously one of the ones that I, I think a lot of people got mad at me for not having, I guess, put it in my top uh, most excited anime of the season. Um, obviously, I think I've heard quite a while, uh, quite a bit in the past, people saying that this was a really great light novel series, um, like a really solid romance series. So, obviously, that alone does technically have me excited. Visually, it looks pretty darn gorgeous, and Madhouse is obviously known for doing a lot of really fantastic stuff. And uh, the the thing that I immediately noticed, like. I hope this isn't one of those ones where after the first episode she cuts her hair because obviously she's going to be <laughs> breaking up with his other friends. And so her her way of changing her life is to cut her hair because, my gosh, there is, like, so much body to her hair. And I'm like, animators are dying right now <laughs> drawing this. Uh, but, yeah, she's got she's got a lot of hair and she looks absolutely gorgeous. So hopefully they don't they don't pull an anime and cut her hair. But it looks it looks amazing. And I cannot wait for a. Like, solid romance. Like, we don't get solid, that's its only drama, or its only genre is romance show. So, if it can do the romance properly, and it turns out really fantastic, I cannot wait for it. So, and like I said, I think I've heard a lot of people talk in the past about this being a fantastic story, so. Yeah, aesthetic-wise, I'm absolutely on board. This looks fantastic. Um, that alone will is going to drag me into this. The idea of a, a romance, um, like Andrew was saying, a just solid, straight, through and through romance is something that I can't wait to see. Um, the The drama sounds very interesting. Of the idea of some kind of a is is her uh, her romance with this prince is it being undermined? Um, so yeah, I would really like to see how a lot of that is going to play out. So yeah, 109% on board with this one. Yeah. At first I was like, oh crap, this is going to be really heartbreaking, isn't it? And then I'm kind of like, okay, well, if the synopsis is anything to be said, they haven't been actually romantic with each other. It's just literally by name only. So it's like, okay, well then I guess I'm not betrothed anymore. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, I don't, hopefully it's not too heartbreaking, but it obviously seems like she gets her own little Prince Charming, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, it's probably going to be one of those things where, like, the guy that she runs into is, like, supposed to marry the one that her betrothed is getting with. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but, anyways, we'll see how it turns out. But, like I said, I am, I'm pretty pumped for it, just mainly on the idea that we don't get enough romance. And I think it's about time that we start getting some solid romance in anime. It's It's obviously a genre that's very... Very underplayed any, uh, recently in anime. So, And I think here recently watching Emma, A Victorian Romance, it kind of stirred that in me like, oh yeah, that's right. 
anime can technically do romance and do it well. So it's just that we don't get it often, unfortunately. So yeah, looks good. Really fantastic. Madhouse. Hopefully they, they pull that off. Let's move on into the, something more typical. <laughs> Renai flops. I think it's love flops. I think is the, the English title. The story centers on Asahi Kashiwagi, a student who one morning runs into a series of unusual accidents on the way to school, all in accordance to a vague television fortune. He watched that morning and all culminating with an unfortunate encounter with a girl. Coincidentally, all the girls he meets are new students or teachers at his school. Asahi's prior knowledge of the girls earns him the suspicion of Yoshio, a self-proclaimed friend of Asahi. After uh, school, he finds a love letter in his shoe locker telling him to come to the cherry blossom tree behind school. Again, according to the morning fortune, Asahi heads to the cherry blossom tree to see what awaits him, which apparently is a... Uh, a, a, a brief shot of some commando because <laughs> he has her quote unquote napkin, uh, which isn't. So <laughs> the studio is passione sources, original genres are comedy romance. I think they do have a manga with this one, but I believe it's one of those ones where they're releasing the manga on the side of the anime. I think it just started. So I think they're obviously trying to sell the manga on the side for some extra dough. But director is Nobuyoshi Nagayama, who did My Girlfriend is Shobi, Are You Lost, Life Lessons, uh, Smile Down the Runway, and Happy Sugar Life. So it's a really solid director. Um, the quote-unquote, I, I guess my concern I guess I have for this series right now is the writer is listed as Ryo Yasumoto, who only real work they've done is Steinsgate script work, Steinsgate Zero script work. So not their own work. Um, so this will be, hopefully they have... You know, a solid team behind it, or at least this person's got a really good plan to go behind this one. Um, it obviously looks like a straight-up goofy harem. Like, tons of girls around him. They're all cute and etchy and Sue's kind of stuff. It doesn't have a genre listing as etchy, but there's plenty in the PV already showing that it's going to have some etchy in there. I'm not sure if they're going to show anything, but they're at least insinuating a lot. Like I said, he literally has her underwear in his hand, thinking it's <laughs> a napkin, and it's literally the fact that she's not wearing anything in the wind gusts. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm totally on board. Anything uh, etchy, definitely, well... I'm definitely on board. Anything etchy, <laughs> yeah, get you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, and, and the concept is is interesting, at least. Um, the, the concept of a a character who's uh, driven by the um, a fortune uh, is definitely an interesting pretense. Um, hopefully, it won't just stop at one time he has this and... And he's going to try and balance fortunes, his fortune in with his um, future prospects. So it, it'll be interesting to see if that kind of is the the thing that they go with. Um, I, I I think that could be an interesting idea. And so definitely is something that I'm excited about and would love to see how that, that plays out. I honestly, I, I, to go off of that, I the hope that I have for it is, yeah, you technically do start out with the the idea that he's apparently seeing some sort of a televised fortune that's fitting out to his life. Um, it kind of makes me hope that, yeah, this writer has something to go beyond this PV and this goofy shenanigan that lays out or the, the, the synopsis itself, but to maybe carry that on throughout the series. I mean, all of something like My Mental Choices, uh, Hineko, yeah. where it's a harem, but there's a quirk to it. This this one little gimmick that shifts 
how the story is told and does really goofy things with the harem, not just be, okay, this gimmick brings the harem together, and then now they're in a dorm together, typical harem stuff happens, moving on with our lives, that was a great show, whatever, shrug, <laughs> do something fun with it as it goes through, so, but yeah, I do I do appreciate a lot of the character designs in it, it looks like a lot of fun, so we'll see if it, uh, if it holds, if it holds some weight, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. But again, that's uh, Renai Flops. Definitely. At least go check out the PV. The PV just <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I have your napkin, really, dude. Um, but yeah, let's let's move on to Immoral Guild or Futoku no Guild. This one's this one's a special one. <laughs> this one's a special one. Uh, Kikuru Madan is a monster hunter with excellent performance because of his particular job in the forest. But he decided to quit it because of fear of wasting his own youth. That is a stupid synopsis. Anyways, <laughs> Steve is TNK. Sources of manga, genres are action, comedy, etchy, fantasy. Uh, serious composition and script work by Kazuyuki Furiyosu. Again, this is the one that's doing two different shows. Done Slime, Liddell, Encouragement to Climb, Girls Last Tour, MMO Junkie. So a solid, solid writer there. But yeah, this one, this one actually checked out the manga. <laughs> it's uh, uh, it's an interesting one. <laughs> this, the manga is very interesting. Um, <laughs> to give you a gist, because the synopsis isn't going to tell you anything, um, he basically just goes on different adventures with these girls, and it seems like every monster in this world wants to put girls in inappropriate positions and situations um I, I guess all the monsters in this world are super thirsty but yeah it's basically that uh, and yeah comedy ensues as he meets different girls and they go out and bad stuff happens to the girls <laughs> but yeah i'm i had fun sl- flipping through the manga and i'll be curious to see how this plays out in the anime itself because obviously there is a lot there is even especially later on there's a lot of um nudity so i'm curious if this will be censored or not censored i I can't get a grasp on what the broadcast company themselves is known for doing so if somebody knows they can leave me in the comments let me know if like that particular time slot maybe be more apt for an uncensored version but it, it most likely will be censored <laughs> especially if it's on crunchy roll probably a censored version uh, probably stickers i think there was a shot that showed like a bunch of stickers so i think they're gonna do the sticker thing which i hate the sticker thing but yeah, if you're looking for edgy, this one I think is going to be the one. Um, very interesting art style, like very thick outlines of the characters. So, anytime the there's an etchy and, tag, yes, girl. <laughs> anytime there's an etchy tag, I'm completely on board with it. So, <laughs> no, um, seriously, it, it looks it looks fun. Um, I I love uh, when it, Andrew was um, kind of. Uh, talking about it and he glanced over we, we had this wolf guy who was holding a girl that completely inappropriately and it looks absolutely goofy um and it, it could be a lot of fun with the kind of comedy aspect to it so hopefully we we get some really solid comedy all the way through this because it looks absolutely goofy and i can't wait to watch it for sure <laughs> there you go Mm-hmm. He looks like one of those like uh, wrestlers. With wrestlers, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll 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 see how that one plays out. That might be one of those ones, depending on where it's actually at. We might have to just download it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see how that turns out. I mean, it's not super um, exposing, but like I said, later on, it does technically have um, stuff shown. So, 
There you go. Immoral Guild. Check that out if that sounds interesting to you. Moving on. My master has no tail or uchi no shisho wa shipo ga nai. This one is in the in Japan's Taisho era. Uh, Mameda is a shape-shifting tanuki girl who dreams of becoming human. Mame transforms her outward appearance into a uh, pretty raven-haired human girl and heads into the bustling city of Osaka. However, people instantly see through Mameda's guise and one beautiful woman ruthlessly says uh, to deject uh, Mameda, go back to where you came from. As it turns out, that woman named Bunko is herself a supernatural creature who transformed herself into a Rakugo uh, storyteller. Mameda begs Bunko to become her master and teaches teach her the ways of playing a human. Uh, this is going to be done by Studio Leiden Films. They have like four shows this season. Uh, please, Leiden Films, don't die. <laughs> Sources of manga, genres are comedy, fantasy, slice of life. Director is Hideo Yamamoto, who did Strike the Blood, Spec Ops uh, Asuka, tongue twister. Uh, Serious composition by Toko Machida, who, again, has done a lot of really great stuff. So two works for her this season. But, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm super pumped for this. Uh, Tanuki Girl, I, I, I described it on my live stream as pretty much uh, Eccentric Family meets Showa Gunroku Raku Shinju. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> Does that does that fit? Definitely, definitely some exciting stuff there. I'm I'm super pumped for this this show, and I hope it turns out really great. I'm curious if it's going to be more comedy, cute girls doing cute things kind of style with this Shisho character, kind of keeping people straight, or if they're going to be very focused on the Rakugo performing itself. Because for those that don't know, Rakugo is basically person goes out on stage, they sit down on their knees on a pillow, and they basically are one person act. They play all the different characters and they never move their position they move but they don't you know get up from that position so it's it was something that i'd never really cared for until i watched showa gunroku Raku shinju it became one of my top favorite anime of all time and the way that dean portrayed the rakugo in that performance was amazing um so i'm interested to see how they portray it in this one so unfortunately i was hoping the director would be from showa gunroku Raku shinju <laughs> <laughs> so um we'll, we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see yeah it's definitely one of those that um has the potential to be a really fantastic show um and i like the concept of it um i i find myself um leaning more and more towards the stuff that is kind of more slower slower paced and more just knocking these kind of um slice of life ideals out of the park and that's one of those that um, this has got the potential to do that of just being right there, telling the story of the, these characters of, even if there is this slight aspect of being a little bit of fantasy involved in it, I don't mind as long as it really does do the storytelling really well. And I, it looks like they could possibly do that. She's an Nari, isn't she? She did the Kong Kong thing. <laughs> She's gotta be a Nari. I thought that she was going to be a Tanuki too, and that she was doing a better job of hiding herself than the other girl. But I think she's going to be a a, a Nari or whatever. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. The style really- looks great. Visually, looks really good based on the PV itself. Character designs are fantastic. I again, I, 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 it, it's not that it needs to knock out the Showa part or not the Showa, the Rakugo part of it, but right. it's just kind of an added bonus to it. Somebody did point out there is a character in the show that is. Um, the main guy, uh, same Seiyu as the main guy from Showa. So I was like, oh, crap. And Kiku. I looked it up. And <laughs> yeah, Kiku. The sad thing is, though, 
it looks like a random side guy, like a business guy or something like that. So I don't think he's going to be an actual Rakugo performer. But I was like, I hope this like he just suddenly just goes, hey, let me show you how it's done. And sits down and does it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> he's got such a unique voice. And he was he was phenomenal in that show. Oh, my gosh. Like easily one of the best performances I've ever seen in anime. So, yep. That's uh, definitely hype for me. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, if, if anything, just for the cute girls doing cute things. Um, some fun little slice of life comedy, obviously. But if it can pull off some really fantastic rock and go, I, I, I need my fix. And I haven't had it since, unfortunately, Showa Genroku. So there you go. That's uh, my Master Has No Tail. Check that out if that's interesting to you. Moving on. Management of Novice Alchemist or Shinmai... Uh, Shinmai Rinken Jutsushi no Tempo Kei. This one, for a lonely orphan, there is almost only one career path to success. Uh, that is to get a national qualification as an alchemist. After graduating from the Royal Alchemist Training Academy, which requires nothing but ability, Sarasa is presented with the rights to a store by her master. After being sent off by her generous mentor, Sarasa sets off on a journey on her journey dreaming of slightly elegant life as an alchemist but upon arrival she is shocked to find that the countryside is even more rural than she had imagined however even in such a place she has to manage a store somehow to make a living this one's being done by studio ngi sources light novel genres are fantasy super or slice of life the director is hiroshi iki uh, ikihata who did magical circle guru guru uh, Tonikawa and Seiyu Life. Series composition by Shigeru uh, Murakoshi, who did Gymnastic Samurai and I'm Quitting Heroing, as well as Zombieland Saga. So, really solid team behind this one. So, yeah, what do you what do you what do you think? Atelier about Raza? Atelier Thaiza, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Atelier Thaiza is the an- I literally no joke when I seen the key art for this. I was like, wait, are they doing Atelier? Uh, I keep saying Atelier Thaiza. <laughs> are they doing Atelier anime? <laughs> And uh no, it was like, okay, never mind. It's some it's still technically alchemy, so um I didn't know that it was alchemy until we watched the PV. I'm like, oh yeah, it's literally also alchemy, so it it's, it's literally it, that. It, it, going watching the PV, you you see that that's that's kind of a lot of what they're doing in here. They're cute girls doing alchemy. Yeah, the 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 character is going out actually hunting stuff, um uh gathering ingredients. You see a um, she has this big old barrel full of eyes and stuff like that. I, and, and this is absolutely, uh, tickling all those, um, those things that I absolutely love in the video game side. And that's why I'm super excited about this. The, the idea of the, um, the actual gathering ingredients, putting the ingredients together, coming up with these, um, uh, potions and stuff like that to actually sell in a shop. And this is absolutely one of those i hope they pull it off especially with the cute girls doing cute things uh aspect it should for sure i'm i'm on board with it you think they're gonna have like a big gigantic synthesizing screen come up when she does her <laughs> stuff? no <laughs> it looks fun though uh, we'll see i i will admit this is kind of one of those ones where just looking at the pv i'm like it, it kind of gives me the vibes of it just being kind of a very basic cute girl doing something aspect and to be fair the pv's not selling me on it it's like i just kind of feel like this is going to be one of those shows where i'm like yeah there's a it's kind of kimakuma bear 
I feel like it's gonna be one of those ones where it's like, yeah, they're cute and everything, but I'm extremely bored watching this. So we'll see when it actually airs if it if it has some great writing there that captures my attention, has some solid character and chemistry. But again, just based on the PV, it's like ugh, I can totally see this being extremely boring, despite the fact that it looks good, visually looks good, the characters look like they're gonna be fun. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'm not not I'm not too sold at the moment, but we'll. I'm always welcome to be proven wrong. But yeah, that's uh, Management of Novus Alchemist. Moving on, we have four people and their respective lives. Uh, or four nin wa sore zore uso wo suku. This one, each girl has at least one secret. Rika, Chio, Sekine, and Subasa are four girl uh, good friends in the same class. But each one has a ridiculous secret. But each one has a ridiculous secrets. That's a really weird sentence. But each one has a ridiculous secrets. I don't know. Has a ridiculous secret. That would probably be a better way to put it. But um, there, yeah. Studio is Studio Flad. The source is a manga. The genres are comedy, sci-fi, slice of life, supernatural. Director is Makoto Hoshino, who did Banish from the Heroes Party and King's Raid. Series composition by Megumi Shizumu. Uh, oh, sorry, Simu. Shimi, Shimizu, who did Banish from the Heroes Party as well, and My Next Life is a Villainous. So, decent people working on it. Yeah, um, this one kind of, <laughs> this is kind of one of those ones where it's like, at first glance, I was like, what is this? Uh, because, like, the, the key art that they released at the very beginning looked kind of edgy and kind of dark. Um, and even the, the PV kind of had a feeling of being kind of dark and edgy. But then, like, the moment the next PV comes out, it's like, oh, oh, this is just a comedy. Okay. <laughs> like, like I thought that there was going to be something really dark here. Like, it was, it was all about, like, this girl, she's actually secretly a ninja. This girl, she's actually secretly an alien. This girl is, is secretly, what was it? Um, oh, she's a, she's a psychic. She can, she can read minds. Um, Esper. And then, like, it goes to the fourth one, and it's, and it's all... It's actually a dude. And it's like, oh. And what else? <laughs> like, like, it's like ninja, alien, psychic guy. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, that's weird. And then, like, like I said, the moment that I seen that it's going to be, like, full-on comedy, I'm like, okay, never mind. All right. My, well, the, the, my, the, my, my extreme amounts of curiosity for this show just suddenly died. The, yeah, the... the the first two, it was like, okay, this can be, we can go with this. And then, okay, third, not sure what we're going with here, but I'm guessing because I, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the PV based with, without sound. So I'm trying to guess what the, what they're, what they're trying to say here. And Esper was about the closest I can come up with. And then the third, the fourth one was like, is he this thing that, that I can't say on, on YouTube or it, it, the other one would probably be the the um the uh male characters and so it was like eh, what which one are we going with here and so it was like eh, i i i'm i'm interested uh but more on the aspect of i i'm uh, i'd like to see how their comedy pulls off and see if that actually works uh well with it um so yeah it, not super hype but hype enough to to go ahead and watch it for sure it's it's basically four friends shenanigans at school and spike's family thrown in there i mean it's basically one girl's an anya 
The, the you have the one girl that knows everybody's secret and everybody's keeping their secret. That's basically what it is. There, there's literally the Esper girl is Anya. <laughs> she is going to be the character that's going reacting this to chick's everything. Ninja? Yeah, and they're, and they're they're keeping everything a secret, and she's over there going, "Holy crap, she's a ninja! Holy crap, she's an alien! Holy crap, it's a boy!" That kind of thing. So. We'll see. Like I said, this is one of those ones where I was a little bit hype, and then it kind of died with the PV. But the well, hopefully the comedy will be solid. Hopefully it's not just kind of yeah, one this... note. Oh my gosh, she's a ninja. Oh my gosh, she's an alien, and thinking about doing something alien. That kind of yeah, thing. Th- this will absolutely live or die off of that. That whether or not it pulls off that first episode. I mean, yeah, it might pick up the the comedy later, but it literally most everybody will go into the first episode. And either they'll love it or they'll hate it, and it will live or die based on that. There you go. Four people and their respective lives. Moving on. <laughs> I've been waiting to talk about this show with Chris for a while now. Uh, Akiba made war, or Akiba made Sensho. This one is being done by Studio PA Works. The source is original, um, being produced by Psy Games. Director is Suichi Masui, who did Sakura Quest and Rascal Does Not Dream About Girl Senpai. That's basically all we know about this show. <laughs> There's no synopsis available. Um, that's it. Just a really uh, interesting PV. <laughs> a very interesting PV. That uh, I don't know. Did, did you check out this PV at some point? No, I watched it I while I you were watching you. it on stream. Oh, yeah. It's... It's special. It is extremely, it's extremely special. My, my, my experience with this is I literally, I popped on to Andrew's stream while just to see how everything was going and before I went back to whatever it was I was doing. And this, this happened to be the next thing that he had up. And I literally, um, I'm watching this and I'm going, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. I can't wait to see it because it's, it starts off with this kind of, um, like Andrew talked about, it's a back alley, uh, it's a back made, alley cafe. made cafe, and suddenly the, these cute cute girls are are uh, serving the serving the customers, and then all of a sudden you just hear this uh, blast of the beep beep beep, and the half the screen is censored uh, with the mosaics, and I'm like, what the heck just happened? It's brilliant. I have to watch this so bad. And then I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, Andrew's trying to word exactly how he's feeling about it. And I'm, and during the entire time, of course, he, there's the 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 stream lag. So me typing it, and he already popped up with something similar where he was going down this one road. And I'm like, this is this is giving me all the vibes of Backstreet Girls. I I'm absolutely on board with this. Of kind of these. It's this two sides of this kind of the back alley side of nothing is what what it seems where you see the cute girl. But when it comes down to it, these characters are not uh, all sweet and innocent. They're actually these. Uh, they're just, human. Yeah, they're human. <laughs> and, and I mean, this is kind of what I was expecting. What was that? Um, the the lady who uh, would pop up on the morning show on on the radio and she actually got really popular because she would tell the the world about her real life um when she got super drunk and so what i kind of hoped for with that yes, uh listen listen to me yeah not listen yeah something like that yeah it, and it was kind of um something similar to that where i wanted this down down to earth um real reality to life of 
this is how you really are deep down inside where there's the facade of the outside world where, but when it comes down to it, this is real life. And Backstreet Girls, while not exactly, it kind of hit that tone of, yeah, appearances are not always the truth. This is well, they were technically Yakuza, that yeah, changed I mean, and also and, and, and different. It, well, it, the the contrast was really kind of what yeah. worked there, but it was the reality of how would you really feel if this was done to you? Um, and it's kind of the, this aspect of. What you portray and then what's real, the the what I really feel. And it's not necessarily that it's re- true to life, but it's how you feel about it and getting that out of your system. And so I, I kind of want to see that. So that was Chris's review of Akibamate for her. <laughs> but no, I, the, the great thing about the PV was like, like I said, all we have is a PV. And literally it felt like you could – when it portrayed it, it was like I can actually smell – the brick wall with the paint peeling off, really crude little draw art drawn on the walls, and just yeah, just the goofiness of the characters, and honestly, just kind of seeing a what looks like it's going to be a more crude version, a vulgar version of PA works, which you just don't we don't get vulgar PA works. They typically do yes, girl on the job site type of stuff, but it's always like very fun, very. Um, very mature and grown up, not with the inner, yes, there's some goofy comedy here and there that might be a little bit, uh, edgy esque, but never in the realm of vulgar. So it's kind of a shocker to see like mosaics on the screen and stuff like that as to how actually bad they are. One obviously looks like she's just doing a really terrible job of a moe moe kun, uh, enchant on some food, but the other ones like them in the back room, what are they doing changing or something like that? It just, it looks nuts, and there is, apparently it's a pig theme <laughs> made cafe because yeah. they have the little pig ears and stuff like that. Uh, they have the Gyaru character. That's what we were talking about earlier. Uh, it looks like it's going to be hopefully an absolute blast, and I cannot I cannot wait to see what it is and what the hell it is. But yeah, good stuff. Akibel made war. Definitely looking forward to that one. Moving on, we have Seiken Densetsu Legend of Mana: The Teardrop Crystal. This one's being, we don't have no information on this. It's basically the game. Um, <laughs> studio is Grafinica Yokohama Animation Labs working on it. Uh, again, the source is a video game, Square Enix video game. I believe it was Square Enix, right? Yeah, Square, Square Soft originally, I think. But yeah, genres are adventure and fantasy. The director is Masa, Masato Jinbo, who did Rising as Shield Hero, second season, Sinro Girls, and Restaurant to Another World 2. Again, I'm assuming it's going to be basically be a telling of the original story of the game. Um, which, again, technically got a remake here recently. But I don't know that for sure. But they don't have a synopsis available for it on the sites that I checked. So I'm assuming that's the case. But, uh, yeah. Your thoughts? Oh, I love Legend of Mana. And to have um, a actual anime for it is super hype for me. I um, It's it's one of those stories that just is really a, a good... Um, fantasy world and how that kind of lays out it, almost a storybook esque um, feel to the store the the t- the the world that they're doing. Um, I can't can't be farther from excited about it. Farther that's backwards. You could be farther. Yes. I could be farther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and like no sites have a synopsis for it. So again, I'm I want to assume it's going to game. Um, the visually, it looks really incredible. Um, very. Very in the the vein of this, the the art style of the original creator themselves, um, the character designer, which is very 
very high detailed, lot of hair, um, which again, as I joked about earlier with the bibliophile, it's like one of those things of like, yeah, that typically is not an okay thing for animators. They don't like a lot of hair <laughs> to animate. Um, but it, based on the, the PV itself, it looks like they're really doing a great job of keeping a lot of that art style on model. And that's incredible because there's some really fantastic character designs in the original series. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward just based on, yes, the property itself, which we've been around for, haven't done any of the newer stuff, but the original stuff, um, super NES and stuff was our thing. That's <laughs> we were, we were huge on Squaresoft back then. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what they, what they do going forward. But, same time i'll definitely be checking this one out just based on again that love of that property and again visual style looks amazing one of the girls looks like absolute bell dandy <laughs> i think i loved her back then for that reason but yeah definitely looking forward to that one so we'll, we'll see we'll see and moving on to chris's uh anime of the season coming up i cannot wait to hear his opinions on this show honestly but uh yeah we have housing complex c or c don she this one is be, housing me- complex c let me say this first. I'm running very fast the other direction. But he's talking in the microphone. Before you before you even get to the the synopsis, I'm running. It's it's you you're talking. <laughs> housing complex C centers on Kimi, who lives in a small, low-cost housing complex located in the seaside town of Kurosaki, where trouble seems to follow her wherever she goes. A horrific incidents uh, and horrific incidents begin occur. Uh, is its ancient evil stalking the residents of Housing Complex C? <gasps> Question mark. Studio is Akatsuki. Uh, the source is original. The producers is Adult Swim and Production ID. This will be on Toonami. I'm not sure where it will possibly stream if it does. I think Crunchyroll has some sort of shoe-in with them. I mean, we've seen it with Fina Pirate Princess, so hopefully, again, we'll have Crunchyroll picking up this for, for streaming at least. It is only going to be running for four episodes, so... There you go. But again, I'm, I'm hoping that it will be on Crunchyroll. Because I know that Toonami, I don't think it really has their own streaming service. And I'm probably sure they'll probably have some sort of deal with, with Crunchyroll. But we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, the PV looks looks like horror. <laughs> again, this is kind of similar to the romance one above with Bibliophile. It's like we don't really typically get like pure horror anime. And yes, I'm a little bit hesitant on... You know, the fact that this is a Toonami thing, because like even with Fina Pirate Princess, it was like it was really great starting out and it just fell apart at the end. But hopefully they have a solid writing team behind it. I know it's got a team. I don't think it actually has a writer. I think it has a team that's working on it. So hopefully they have a really fantastic story to go with this. But like I said, just based on this, what, three second <laughs> trailer, it looks super graphic horror. And I, 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 I hope it's like good anime horror, not the over over dramatized like super hyper screaming people that go psycho and eh, you know get really loud about it um just like some solid suspenseful dark horror that's super violent you know corpse party or something like that is what i'm really hoping it ends up being but uh we'll have to wait and see but again only four episodes which is kind of sucks but if that's what they feel that needed to tell the story i don't want them to drag it out 12 episodes we've seen that with <laughs> fina pirate princess it should have been much shorter because they dragged it out and ended up ruining it. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'll pretty much just be waiting for Andrew to tell me that I have to watch it, and then I'll decide yeah, whether or not it. I'm going to watch it. Then <laughs> you have to watch it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, housing complex C. I'll, I'll definitely be keeping an eye out. That again, hopefully we get a. I mean, if we don't get a solid streaming service, I'm sure I can find it 
somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Toonami. <laughs> I might. I think I technically did do that with um, with uh, Fina Prior Princess. So, but it was it was streaming like right after it TV aired, so that was good. Uh, next one we have is we, we got to get all of our our, our boy band stuff. Uh, Ikkyo Shonen Eternal Boys, the Mature Idol Project, the latest project proposed by Manpuku Entertainment Production in a bid to revive the company experienced in the succession uh, successes and failures of the business world. Six middle aged men now face the many hurdles of age and physical ability whilst pursuing their goal to become idols. In an effort to prove that old dogs can learn new tricks and that you can still learn to shine no matter your age, these middle-aged men and the end of their ropes are taking a stand. Again, another lead in films. <laughs> it's like four shows. Uh, sources of original dramas are comedy. And yeah, there you go. Are you are you excited for middle-aged boy boy idols, I guess? Not really. I, it, it's, it's one of those that boy idol shows do kind of really hit and miss Ooh, for me. 39 he's literally an old fart <laughs> they're all yeah. over the hill um <laughs> so bad. um oh he's 35 he's not that dead yet <laughs> still dead though <laughs> they're, they're all one foot in the grave at this point um no it's it's one of those that um i i hope that it can pull off um but it really will be a matter of the concept is barely there, and it really will uh, depend on whether or not they can pull off that um, idols trying to decide whether or not they can continue being idols or not. It, it's really going to be put uh, putting a lot of emphasis on that, and that that drama is marginally interesting. Um, it's... It can be kind of in the same vein as something like Psycho Boys, where it's an idol group, but it's like, how is this an idol group? Yeah. <laughs> a similar case of that is like, okay, yeah, I guess there's an attractiveness to an older men for some people. So, it, but it kind of reminds me of that one. Was it the, was it a tennis group or something like that? Or was it the foot, foot, um, the racket one with the, the bird? Um, that idea with like these people that are actually business workers and then they play the game on the side for the business kind of thing where it's yeah. older men that are part of a, a specialized group. Um, I guess that technically can work. I mean, it'll probably play a lot off on the idea that these people are old as sticks, but again, it does still play into older gentlemen, which there is an audience for older gentlemen. Well, it, then, then, then it can go into what are they going to go with the cynical side of it, of, of trying to, um, balance their kind of disenchantment of the idol industry versus whether or not they they're actually uh able to sell themselves anymore stuff like that where yeah. they could play into that uh the cynicism of that and so it could it does have a they go on the stage and they and they get up there and there's like all these like high school girls and they're like Okay, old man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are these old men on the stage kind of thing? I could totally see that happening. So it, there, it it really will. Um, this is one of those that I definitely, you'll definitely, at least I will, um, Within really the first feel it minutes. out in the first first few minutes whether or not I'm going to enjoy this at all. Exactly, that's what I'm figuring. Uh, and again, that's that's to that whole point that I made earlier about the whole you know pretty boy type shows is sometimes you can tell within the first couple minutes. Okay, they're going for look at these pretty boys and not so much 
tell me a story or tell me a joke. I don't care that they're pretty. Tell me a story or tell me a joke. Now, again, I do recognize the, uh, you know, the hypocrisy of the the fact that when I watch like a, a harem show and I just see Pansu, it's like, okay, cool, fun, entertainment. Again, I acknowledge that it's just not for me kind of thing. So we'll see though. We'll see though. <laughs> Moving on. This one like just, I think popped up literally a couple days ago. So this is like a late one added to the, the list of shows for the, for the uh, fall season, but it will be on Crunchyroll, uh, obviously, since the trailer just literally said Crunchyroll. <laughs> but the Human Crazy University. This one is Sataki Hirofumi is a prisoner on death row for murdering his fiance. Uh, he's also an undead man uh, who is, and it has it in quotations, undead man, uh, who has survived many desperate situations. For this, he has earned the interest of the research institute called Human Crazy Human Crazy University which studies real-life miraculous phenomenons and the people who become entangled in them. Now a subject of their research, Sataki, Satake uh, relates to them his memories uh, yeah, memories of his immortal yet unhappy life. Why did he kill his fiance? Soon enough, the truth sheds light on a much bigger conspiracy. What? <laughs> what? Uh, don't like the style so far, but I was gonna say I don't know if I the the style is well. The style is fine. I like the style, like character design and stuff, but I don't like the animation. It's very stills, rocking around and rotating. Um, like literally when he looks left and right, it's almost as if all they did is right click and hit uh, flip horizontally, <laughs> like two times. It, it, it looks like a flash animation to me. Pretty um, much, yes. It, n- nothing. <sighs> The concept is interesting. I will give that. Um, the artwork, the way it looks, none of that uh, attracts me in any way, shape, or form. Um, this will be a what? What? What are you going to do? Are, are you going to pull off that humor? Because this is going to be writing literally on that humor. Yeah. Um. We'll see. <laughs> I, I I would probably equate this to something like um. What was it? Ske- uh, skeleton, uh, store clerk, skeleton guy. The one where he was a uh, a skeleton guy and he was yeah. working at a manga place. Well, Psyche K uh, pulled it off for me. I well, mean, Psyche and K that had one decent in- animation. So yeah. it had decent, not not great, not beautiful, <laughs> but de- decent. It was decent enough. Well, okay, if it's bad enough that I uh, take uh, uh, issue with it, then it's probably in, on the low end of the spectrum. <laughs> Even though Andrew just said it was okay. <laughs> it's fine. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't look that great. But again, I, I think that would probably be to that studio. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's uh, the Human Crazy University. And I have one more. I don't know. Uh, yeah, technically we have uh, Exception coming out too. I don't know if that's going to be like a single episode movie or something like that. I forget exactly what the listing was on that one. That was, of course, the one that was being done with the uh, character artists from the original Final Fantasy artworks and stuff that you can see like on covers for old Final Fantasy games. Um, looks really interesting. Uh, going to be on Netflix. Tetsuko, uh, Tatsunoko Production and 5 Inc. is going to be working on that one. And again, this will be on, on Netflix. Uh, the synopsis is, in the distant future, human beings have been forced to leave Earth and migrate to another galaxy. An advanced team of spacecraft arrives on at a planet that is to be tra- terraformed. Each member of the team is output by biological three printers. 
Weird. Um, I don't think I've actually seen the trailer on this one yet, so that's... I didn't know they actually had a trailer on it. But yeah, I've obviously always loved his artwork. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> hype levels have hype levels are kind of going down. What? Hype levels are kind of going downhill right now, Chris. I don't know why. <laughs> what? What? What is this? Show? They're def they're definitely capturing his uh, very unique art style. Um. Yeah, it's 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 full CGI and it looks it looks weird. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be Rydia. It looks like Rydia. <laughs> totally looks like Rydia. <laughs> okay. I I have never Moving on. <laughs> I have never been in such a situation where I did not want to see Final Fantasy um that You thought you wanted that artwork that, yeah, to be in the, sh- um, the game itself, but it never. No. Well, I mean, I honestly, I, 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 think I've always had that feeling. Like I see his artwork and go, okay, that's it's it's artistic. It's very artistic. It looks like a painting that you just want to put on your wall, but you never really want to see that moving. This is where they literally said, "Well, they keep asking for it, so let's do it." Um, I, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm extremely mad because when I heard about this. I was hyped. I'm like, he's a great artist, um, and I mean, it's 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 funny because, the, like Andrew said, they are capturing the essence of his artwork, but it, there's this this aspect of um, turning 2D into 3D, and and that the, is not translating well at all, yeah. especially with his artwork because his artwork is very whimsical in. Uh, it has this dark edge to it, um, and that that's when when you see the the uh, the key art the or the whatever the the um, that they have for the the front of the the, the pen, key art yeah the you can see his his essence oozing out of that um, with this kind of. Um, you, you you can literally see that being a pixelated monster in a Final Fantasy exactly. Destiny game, <laughs> and and when when you actually hit the play button, you know, okay, you, okay, you're gonna have a CG a CG um uh spaceship out in space, so no big deal, and then you see Rydia pop up, and it's like <laughs> it's literally Rydia. <laughs> no, 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 no. I never want to see that Final Fantasy turned into a 3D CG or a 3D game. I did. I just everything about that just turned me off. Wait, her chest is way too big for Rydia. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Rydia. Yeah, it's Rydia not. Uh, it's obviously not truly Rydia, <laughs> but it's it's one of those that the artwork was obviously inspired by Rydia. Um, no, it, it, it is. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. I, like I said, I, just based on the concept, it felt, it felt like it was going to be basically, what was that? Um, was it Stephen King's was it things or something like that? Um, that kind of concept of like something that's not normal. Obviously, again, they're all kind of 3d printed and obviously that probably, I think they mentioned something about the fact of that 3d printing being used improperly. And that's probably what's going to create these monsters and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I was super hyped for this one, and my hype levels, just based on the visuals, has... What I was going to mention earlier is that, yes, it, his artwork is great, and it's visually beautiful, but it's art. And art 
typically, and especially with his stuff, is very exaggerated. And they're trying to capture that exaggeration. That exaggeration doesn't transfer to actual models or even, I would say, 2D artwork. It, it might work, but it's still going to be too exaggerated. So, again, that's a super bummer for me because I was pretty excited for this project. But we'll see. I'll still check it out. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's move on. That, that's all the new shows of the fall 2022 anime season. The returning shows, which is full of some really exciting stuff. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Of course, the first one, uh, well, not of course. It, there's a lot of that are going to still be the of courses. But <laughs> yes, yeah, Spy X Family, second core or part two, second season, whatever the hell you want to call it. I think that first they were calling it part two. I don't care. I hate those stupid names. Um Another more Spy X Family is coming back. <laughs> it's still being done by Studio Wit Studio and Cloverworks, and um, I cannot wait. I, I think the thing that a lot of people were kind of pointing out, and I think they showed it with the trailer they re- released pretty quickly after the first part was done, was it looks like things are possibly going to ramp up. They have like some villain guy that's, I think he's a bomber or something like that. So they're going to have to stop him, and it looks like a lot of fun. So. Yeah, I, I'm super hyped. Um, and the dog that they kind of hinted at with the first part is apparently going to be a thing. So we'll see what the dog's thing is. I kind of noted that when they showed the dog initially, it seemed like he was able to see the future. So that's going to add another <laughs> interesting element to everything. But yeah, I'm hyped. I'm so hyped for Anya to come back. I'm I'm hyped for Yor to come back. Um, and even, I guess, the dad, too. He's kind of interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm excited about this, of course. I and, and getting more of it is just icing on the cake at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, Mob Psycho 100 is coming back for Season 3, um, which, again, I'm pretty hyped for. Uh, this one is, again, still being done by Studio Bones, Sources of Manga, and uh, will be on Crunchyroll. I'm, obviously, I, I didn't mention earlier, but Crunchyroll will have Spike's family, too. So, But, yeah, I, I think I've mentioned it several times before, but for those that don't know, I... I Kind of didn't like the first season of Mob Psycho. Um, second season was really great. I started really liking it. So I'm hoping that it keeps to that trajectory. Check trajectory. Uh, keep, continue to be good. <laughs> continue to be good, please. Uh, but we'll see. I, I still have my problems with the art style and stuff like that. But we'll see. We'll see if it can still hold my attention. It looks like he's going to be worshipped. So there you go. See Maybe one of these days I'll catch up on it. Just for Riggin. <laughs> Just for Riggin alone. <laughs> Uh, he grew on me too. Like I, I didn't get him at first, but then he, they really sold me on him. So, or Reagan, Reagan, Reagan. Uh, for those that care, my hero academia. <laughs> for those that care, my hero, my hero academia is going back. Uh, season six, yay! So, can I finally watch this now? I guess I don't know. I, I I'm I I stopped because everybody said that it was all messed up because of the ordering and stuff like that, and I'm not supposed to watch it until I, this this part or one part comes out, and then I then I can go back and watch the other part. So I I and stopped yes, like y'all was, told me to. It was the movie and the TV series that was swapped, so you can technically watch the movie and then watch the TV series. Okay, or whatever. so I can finally watch it again. I, I I'm know. I'm so uh. Fe- uh I, I need need more uh, Hero Academia, so I'm excited. I, I just uh, jokes aside, I I honestly thought I, I even said it my uh, during the Twitch uh, stream was like 
is anybody excited for the show anymore? Like, I feel like the, the fandom has just completely died. And yes, I think that was their fault. I think phones deciding to swap things around the way they did in order to do a movie and a TV series and releasing them out of order really did kill a lot of the hype I feel. And so I don't really hear anybody talk about my hair academia anymore. So, um, I know that the villain arc was supposed to be one of the biggest and most exciting arcs. I was okay with it. Um, I think it did some really cool stuff, but at the same time, it wasn't that spectacular to me, but it obviously is building up to a really big encounter. And it does seem like based on the trailer, they're doing that. So I'll be, I don't know. I'm still interested to see how things kind of pan out. Uh, because what they've kind of done is they've made, they've obviously humanized both sides of the, the combat. You have the heroes and you have the villains and they've, they've managed to successfully kind of humanize both sides of it. And to see them come head to head, I'm curious if they will follow through with it or if it's going to turn on one of those things where, Oh, the people that we've been following on the villain side, they end up being at least neutral. So they're okay now. Um, I don't think necessarily you can do that with one of the characters because he's done a lot of bad things, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But like I said, I, I, I'm curious. Maybe people can let us know um, in comments on YouTube and whatever if, you, if it's still something that you're hyped for because I'm, I'm kind of curious at this point. So I'll still watch it, though. I'll still be watching it. But yeah, My Hero Academia Season 6. Check that out. And it is finally time. It's come up on the list, so we can finally talk about it. But yes, Bleach. Bleach is coming back. Chris, hype levels on a scale of 1 to 10. 75. 75. Only 75. I thought you'd say 1,000. <laughs> no. There is there is some things that are that's coming up in the future that I am super excited about watching, and I can't wait to see Andrew's ultimate um, uh, reaction to the some of those scenes. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming up in this particular section that is just really over overboard hype uh, coming up. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't play on another people altering people's memories arc i <laughs> i had to reread through all the manga just to get caught up or refreshed really quickly and i it, it was like well i don't know if it dawned on me then but this writer really loves villains that can alter people's memories <laughs> so hopefully we don't do that again because it seems like every arc does that but uh yeah it it obviously looks much more polished modernized look um visually uh upgraded a lot it looks fantastic um i did note uh the only thing I didn't like about the newest trailer released is that there's like two shots of CGI. I hope they don't rely on that CGI. I, I, out of a like two minute trailer, only those two brief scenes. So it doesn't. I don't. I'm not too afraid, but it is there, and I hope they don't rely on it too much. But um, other than that, it, it, it's it's absolute hype, and I cannot wait. Um, I re going through the manga reminded myself how much I really do enjoy. Ichigo as a main character for a shonen series. He's just unlike anybody else, not being a whiny kid, not being I'm obsessed with fighting. He's just a dude that just handles situations when he needs to. He's just a normal dude. Um, doesn't have any stupid quirk to him, even though there is goofiness in the show. Um, so I'm curious to see how that pans out. So I'm not going to read the synopsis because I don't even want to know what it's getting into. <laughs> so if you guys want to read the synopsis, you can go do that. I did briefly look at like a couple pages into after what was adapted i didn't get to see too much but i was just kind of curious a little bit so we'll see we'll see we'll see i, I from what i understand the original author is going to be supervising it they've already stated they're going to be adding new content as well stuff that he kind of wants to put in there to fill in some gaps that he didn't get in the manga which is great as well 
Uh, supposedly going to be going on for four total cores. Um, they're going to be split cores, so it'll be a you know whatever twelve episodes or so, a season of anime. Then they'll have a break for a season, um, maybe two seasons. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But they're going to be going four total cores for this last arc. So that uh, adding adding content that Kubotite mm-hmm. wanted to add. That is exciting, even more exciting than because of one of the scenes that I'm talking about in particular. If I know that he has a particular keen interest in clarifying that particular scene, and that is makes me even more excited about it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and the director that's going to be taking over this didn't do the original series. They're they're switching directors. It's Tomohisa uh, Tomohisa uh, Taguchi who did Akabama Drive here recently. Um, has done like Persona Four, Golden, which I did not like. So, given I'll I'll, I'll be clear there that I, he d- has done stuff that I didn't so much enjoy. Twin Star Exorcist also felt very rushed, but I don't think that was really a call by the director. Um, but Akadama Drive was visually amazingly put together, very stylized. Um, obviously, to the uh, style that the writer wanted, but pulled it off really well. So, I have high expectations for them. So. Exciting well, stuff. all three of those were visually um, just fat, fantastic. So, I mean, whether or not uh, story-wise Twin Star worked, it, it had nothing to do with its directing. I thought it was directed really well, especially, and and the other two are are fantastic as well. And each one of them have has just ooze style. Yeah, and you can argue that might be the art director, but it could have been his choice as well. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll we'll see though. Um, I. Do you also want to note that it was kind of funny that they had the pre-screening of the first couple episodes um, in Japan, and they did an interview with the save for Ichigo and Rukia, and they had mentioned the fact that other studios are very angry at their production of Bleach because they're taking all the seiyus because they have like 80-plus <laughs> characters in this dang show. Um yeah, Bleach has a lot of characters. A lot of characters, and apparently they're all going to be there. So mm-hmm. that's... um some crazy stuff. I, I give them a lot of credit for that and then pulling it off. So yeah, excited for that. Hopefully, hopefully it turns out good. It is supposedly confirmed by Viz Media that it in fact is going to simulcast on October 10th when it premieres. So that at least gives us hope that their quote unquote simulcast is a real simulcast that we will be getting it as it broadcasts in Japan. We just still don't know who's going to have it. I'm, I'm again, I've, I've, I've been speculating that it is a bid war. Disney and Crunchyroll are probably bidding for it. And maybe they put in a stipulation that it had to be simulcast, and that's the only way they could say that. But they've already pretty much stated that they're not going to tell us who is simulcasting it until October 8th when Viz shows it off at New York Comic Con. So that sucks. (laughs) That sucks. But yeah, Bleach Thousand Year War. Cannot wait. Super hype. Uh, Next one we have is To Your Eternity Season 2. Uh, this one's being done by Studio Drive that will be taking over from Brainsbase, which at this point I'm not too mad about because Brainsbase kind of fell off towards the later part of that first season. So uh, Drive has been doing some crazy stuff recently, and they technically are taking over Konosuba and uh, the spinoff Konosuba with Megaman. So I'm hoping Drive is a really solid group that will pull off some really amazing animation. Either way, as long as they pull off the emotion, the storytelling of To Your Eternity, I guess that's technically the most important thing because it's a, it's a drama. It's a venture fantasy drama. So, yeah, I'm, I, I've stated several times before, I did not like the prison arc. I didn't like it in the manga either. Didn't like it in the anime. I'm hoping for future stuff is more interesting. 
I pretty much dropped off on the manga at that point, so I haven't read on ahead into the second season. But either way, I am looking forward to seeing what else this author can do, because obviously we love her work with Silent Voice, and that's what drew me to To Your Eternity to begin with, and I will be see- interested to see where it goes from here, honestly. So, we'll see. We'll see. And more Kendra Suda, so... <laughs> More narration by Kendra Suda. What can you what can you say? Um are you ever gonna get caught up on that one or are you are you giving up on I it? I don't know. You technically have two cores of burn through, so that's yep. that's rough. It's always rough to get caught up on your that far behind. I have a lot of shows that I want to catch up on, so Yeah. Mizaka John wants to hang out W. Or I don't know, is that what is that is that just a symbol for something else? But it's obviously going for um, it's Uzaki's. a cat face. <laughs> it, it, sure, sure, <laughs> sure, Chris. They just only boing wing on the commercial for it. it Hold could on, be that. Let me bring the trailer. <laughs> it could be that stupid cat, dude. I hate that cat. Like I watched that trailer and I was like, oh yeah, Izaki Chan's coming back. And then suddenly they show a shot of the cat and I'm like, oh god, I forgot about the stupid cat. I I hate. I was the going cat. with cat face. It, it yeah, but again, t- based on the logo and the. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, we could go with the other one. Else. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. I didn't see what, the, the. What trailer, is the selling point of Usaki? I wonder. <laughs> I think the selling point is her cat face. I mean, she if, doesn't do the cat face often. She does do it often. Um, never mind. Uh, yeah, second season of Izaki-chan wants to hang out. Um, super, super hyped for this one. And I'll be perfectly honest. The first season, I at first did not like Uzaki. She's just, she's loud. She's very loud. She's very. Um, very mean. <laughs> she likes to she likes to make fun of the main guy a lot. But obviously, as things go along, I just loved her her goofiness and and their reaction to each other and people's reaction to their interactions. Plus, additionally, going on towards the later part, I always liked how when something like accident happens, it's not she punches him and the scene's over. It it was always kind of like this. Yeah, that was technically an accident. She's embarrassed, whatever, and they move on. And it was always kind of refreshing in that regard. I, I kind of like that they aren't, they're willing to do that. So, but yeah. Morizaki, love her. She's, she's great. Um, I really do think that they chose the best Seiyu to do her, um, obviously, because she's kind of loud. Um, but her Seiyu just pulls off that kind of character. So, definitely looking forward to it. Hopefully, we can get more pulling her out of bushes scenes. <laughs> If 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 anybody has any question, uh, let me go ahead and put it to rest. I absolutely love Uzaki Chan, and I am so thrilled to get it. Uh, get Look, it. Look, things even bump off. It. I of course I looked away when it <laughs> when this happened. So um, they have the logo, and there's literally like the star. It looks like it just hit it and bounces off. You know what it's going for. You know what it's going for. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I I super I I I absolutely love it, uh, and and I can't wait to see more of it. And to uh, it coming back is just please by all means give me all of the Uzaki Chan. So yeah, I, I think the, the the selling point that's always been for Uzaki Chan is that it it is technically college students etchy romance, and you don't really often get technically adults doing this kind of stuff. So it makes it a lot more easier to deal with. Um, but obviously, we'll still probably get an entire season of people saying that she is actually a child. And yeah. because she's short, even though she's extremely endowed, um, they'll still see that she's a child, even though she's technically a college student that's just short. Um, and we'll probably get a plenty of cosplayers cosplaying her saying, hey, I'm not a child. Look at me. I'm same stature. Short people exist. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so much fun last time it aired. It was so much fun. The drama. 
the drama. But yeah, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. W. Looking forward to that one. Chris, welcome to Demon School Irma-kun Season 3. This show is still going. Are you excited? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I really do love this show. Are we at um, like 50 episodes now? Wasn't each core like two, or t- season two, two core? Pretty or much. Second, I, I want to say that core? we are at the 50, 50 episode area. It's it's one of those shows that I I'm I I, I fully admit that it's not um super in depth storyline. It's just kind of it, it hits that um underdog story for me, and plus it's just goofy hijinks of a human in a really really off the wall. It's Isekai basically, and it's just a different take on it. it he where got, he's his parents sold him to a demon, sold him to a <laughs> demon, and hit, and he is just trying to hide his his identity as a human in the, the demon world. Um, and the, all the characters are just off the wall. Where they, it's it's funny to see these characters who are supposed to be hell minions uh, trying to be good or. Um, trying to quell their demon side and it and and a lot of that it kind of just causes a whole just different uh aspect to this world and and i do really like it there you go um they're saying ken collie is coming back i i I don't believe this exists so we're just going to skip this one i I don't i don't want to report that it's going to be next season and it not be there so why would he even talk about ken collie someday in that in that sea that's a weird title. Someday in that sea. <laughs> Kangali Itsuka Ano yeah, Umi Day, which again is supposed to be the second season of Kentai Collection Kangali, the it anime says series. The long awaited. That is putting it mildly. I like it, that. Yeah, the synopsis literally says long awaited. Uh, what was it, 2015 or something like that was the first season? And as I joked before, not, not joke, but I point out before, they literally announced the second season when that show ended. And here, seven years later, finally, it comes out. Uh, I don't know. It's I've, I noted on my Twitch stream that if you literally watch the, the trailer, there's like a couple. It keeps bouncing back and forth between her CGI dashing across the water and like a brief, I don't know, five total seconds worth of animation of her in a room standing up, then sitting down at a table, and that's it. So I don't think this exists. I, I literally don't think this. I don't think this exists. It's supposed to be eight episodes, I think. So it's really short. It's starting later than usual. I don't know. Like, yeah, half this thing is like literally roughs, and, I, and it's all from the first season. Like all these, like probably half this trailer. Yeah, literally half this trailer is from the first season, and then it's nothing but her in a room and dashing through water scenes, and then character art. We'll see. I don't think this exists, though. I don't think this is going to happen. They've been saying this is supposed to happen for a long time. Golden Camu is coming back. Season four of Golden Camu. I don't know. I might... I, I need to get caught up. I think I, I think I stopped watching at the beginning of the third season. I thought you had finished it. No, I, I dropped off at some point. Oh. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I might go back and get caught up. I, I've always had a mixed relationship with Golden Camu. I love the world. I love the characters. I love the story itself. I just hate the comedy. <laughs> like, I hate, I absolutely hate the comedy of it. Sometimes it works. But overall, I really don't like the comedy of it. And it's literally half comedy. Um, but again, I, I like the setting, the characters, and the story itself. So I really want to push through it. Um, but we'll we'll see if I go back and get caught, caught up. Do you want to talk about the next one? You know that everybody's going to hate us. 
they hate us every time we even mention that show. Pop Team Epic second season. Moving on. Uh, Bastard. <laughs> no. Pop Team Epic second season. I just said Bastard. And I'm not even going to talk about it. I just wanted to get past it. Yes, Pop Team Epic second season. There. Watch it if you enjoy it. Is not ours. I, I just mentioned about Co- Golden Commu, and now I'm going right into another comedy where just comedy is subjective. It works for you. It's good on you. Doesn't work for me. It will never. Pop Team Epic will never work for me. So comments. I I was trying to get you to skip it. Keep so. it to yourself. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Like I said, they they technically do have Bastard Part Two listed, but that's literally airing like in three days. That's technically summer, so I don't know why any, any chart has it listed for fall. Um, I probably will end up watching it. I watched the first part. It was okay. Very classic fantasy. Uh, very old school fantasy. Uh, Tiger and Bunny second part or second season part two is coming out as well. Um, so I unfortunately never got a chance to watch the first one in order to get into the second one. But there you go. Legend of Galactic Heroes Die Nue Thesis um, is coming out. So that is the sequel of Legend of Galactic Heroes um, Collusion. So or Collision Collision. I I I need to get I. <laughs> My problem with Legend of Galactic Heroes is I know that this is going to be a long process of this being adapted again. Obviously, this is a readaptation of the whole thing. Um, I watched the beginning of this readaptation. It looks amazing. It was a, it was well put together. So I want to hear you can music, all that stuff. It's a fantastic novel. I've I've listened to pretty much most of the first novel. Um, it's a fantastic story. Really insane world building. But I knew coming into it that it was going to be a long adaptation so i'm like you know i'll just wait until it gets fully adapted i hate this whole piecemealing the story um but i think at this point i think i should jump into it that way when it finally all releases i don't have to binge through a crap ton so we'll see uh, I'll, I'll decide eventually if i want to because I, I really do want to get into it because it's like i said the very beginning i watched of it was really well put together so a really fantastic readaptation so you go you had any plans on that one or is that it's one of those that, it, it, with as many people that have hyped that to the moon and back, ah, uh, um, it's 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 a shame that I haven't gotten into it yet. And it is one of those that, because of the massiveness of that, I mean, I I and like Andrew was mentioning, him listening to the audiobooks, I I did purchase those audiobooks with the intention of getting into it at some point. So I just stole his account and started listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 it's one of those that I know it is a well-beloved series. So it's kind of hard to ignore it for as long as we have. It's the list of shame uh, issue. A big smile on my face watching this trailer that comes up. Encouragement of Climb's coming back and I'm so happy. <laughs> Encouragement of Climb makes me so happy. Uh, Encouragement of Climb is coming back next summit. This is the fourth season of Yama no Suzume. So the, the girls are back. I'm so happy for them. <laughs> Again, 8-Bit's doing it uh, based off of manga. And yeah, I'm I'm super hyped for this. Like, I, I'm kind of hoping that this will be kind of, I don't know, maybe like somewhere in the middle of the week and then we'll have maybe do it yourself will be like at the end of the week that way I, they're like nice and spaced out but either way um do it yourself and encouragement climb coming back it's like this is this feels like i'm gonna have a lot of like wholesome um heartwarming moments this season 
it, yeah, like, it, it's looking so good too. And this, of course, for those that are into the series, highly recommend it. By the way, um, this is the first time they're going to be going to full length episode. My gosh, it looks so good. Like, how has this show gotten? I mean, they were really good with detail with the original series, but. Gosh, this looks like it's got so much polish to it that I don't remember that being in the original series. Um, focus, Andrew. So, yeah, the first season was like four-minute shorts. Second season and third season, they went off to 11 to 13-minute, I believe, shorts. And, again, this one with the fourth season will be going on to full-length episodes. So um, that kind of tells me and is setting my expectation that they might be getting into a little more story um, aspects. It felt like with the last season they were starting to really get into yeah. drama with the characters. It was cute drama, not like heavy drama. It was just like a little bit of jealousy between these two characters that you just absolutely love, and you just kind of sit there and go, oh, you guys are so cute. <laughs> Hug <laughs> each other. Um, it's that kind of drama. So, oh my gosh, it, that, that PV looks so good, though. I'm I'm actually more hyped than ever before. It looks, it looks really good. Again, yeah. it's always looked good. It's just very subtle look. Yeah, it looks great. Um, and I'm and I I absolutely fell in love with the show a long time ago, and having more of it is just exciting. I mean, I especially the the scenic aspect of this show, the mm-hmm. um, the characters, and the, like Andrew was saying, they're kind of cutesy um, lives together in general. Um, the The original premise of the encouragement of climb was kind of overcoming your um, your obstacles, and that just has continued on throughout the show and I can't wait to see whatever the, the new thing is that they're going to have to overcome in the next season and, and having full length episodes for it is just, yes, please. Yeah. For those who know, it's essentially mountain climbing. Um, girl meets this other girl and she kind of introduces her into mountain climbing, going out on trails and stuff like that. So she gets geared up, uh, learns about equipment and stuff that they need in order to go hiking and stuff like that. It's technically like your Euro camp, but it's hiking, and it's got it's got that very laid back feeling. Like I said, it does have the drama points in there, a lot of comedy, but again, the drama points are really very they're not heavy moments. It's just really cute. So I highly recommend it for anybody that likes like a slice of life comedy laid back type of show. Um, please go check it out. It, it deserves a lot more love than it I think it gets. So yeah, and like I said. That season looks the the PV looks so good. Um, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Yamamushi Pedal, uh, Limit Break, the fifth season of Yamamushi Pedal. You've been watching this series, right? I watched the first season. Oh, you like, never kept up on it. Well, I I did get into the second season at some point. They were doing a really long bike race, and I got kind of tired of it. Okay, it's fine. It 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 does the um realistic with the kind of uh, the same kind of shonen esque um twists to a lot of the characters where they're bordering on the edge of realistic versus crazy you know shonen a little, little over little taste of over the top yeah a little a little taste it, and it balances that well and it it the the problem with that show is that it it you're talking about a how do you turn a 500 mile bike ride into something that is interesting for a um kind of a show and and it has that it does it fine but it it didn't work for me after a point i got kind of tired of it well it's it's plenty popular so i don't think it is popular i don't think they're losing anybody by chris not watching right (laughs) (laughs) mobile of alternatives season two i am 
I'm pretty excited for this. I, I've been I've been already hearing people whisper about that it's going to start getting really um, brutal. So we'll see. But I I'm more excited because I watched the original series and I did an episode by episode impressions and I had so much fun talking to the Muv Love uh, visual novel fans. And yes, most of them were saying, how the hell do you know what's going on? Because I was pretty much talking about what happened in the episodes, and they were talking about things missing, and I'm like, no, I, I got it. I, I understood it. <laughs> but it was fun. Like, nobody was spoiling things. Everybody was being very supportive. They obviously wanted me to stop watching it, so I'd go read the visual novel, but obviously I don't have time. Um, but I was enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Really cool. I, I think a lot of the action scenes, even though they have CGI mecha, they do really good action scenes. And um, overall, I was really enjoying it. So I'm looking forward to second season, so... And it's above love, so Chris never going to watch it. Uh, Idolish. <laughs> I don't trust him. Idolish 7. Third beat, part two. This is what I mentioned earlier with Troika. Troika's boy band idol group that they just seem like they're stuck in. Um, but yes, if you're a fan of that, be excited for the second core of the third season coming out. Um, I hate that that that's Troika has become that and not... Make a recreator season two. I don't know. Megaton Kyo Musashi season two is coming. So for... The five people that watched Megaton Musashi season one, be excited for season two. I only know one person that watched that show, um, and all the power to them to watch the second season. Uh, and then finally, Vaz Rock, the animation. Um, apparently, it's some Suki Pro uh, spinoff, so more Bowie Band stuff. So, there you go. And that's that's it for the returning shows. Well, there's still technically a returning show in the shorts. So, yeah, our short shows for the season, uh, now granted, technically... To be perfectly clear, any of the shows that we mentioned above could possibly become shorts. We've had that case before. Um, but for the ones that have been conf- confirmed as shorts so far, uh, first one we have, Peter Grill's coming back, Chris. Yes. Peter Grill and the Philosopher Times, super extra, second season of Peter Grill. Um, super excited for this one. The first season was absolutely hilarious. Um, one of the very few like raunchy, etchy, adult comedy-type shows and I cannot wait for the second season of it. Um, I think High Dive... Is High Dive confirmed, or did I just write down High Dive for no reason? I know they had the first season, but I don't know if they had the second season yet, but it's it's just so... It's super good. Like, <laughs> I think uh, there was maybe, like, one one season that... Or one episode or two that didn't work very well, but for the most part, like, the show was just laugh-out-loud funny. Generally, the only thing that I've... I, I mean, I love the show... Um, the only time that I ever really get kind of turned off is when he gets really uh, on and on about his frustration of trying to keep his chastity for the... the <laughs> he fell the, a long time ago, girl. dude. And, and that that's the only aspect. Out of the, the rest of the show, um, that's kind of the... It's it's one of those things that somebody asked me about it, and I said, the one thing that is its driving force is that aspect. And it's both the worst part of the show and the best part of the show because all the other girls um, have their kind of drive towards him and that he kind of is constantly trying to keep his his chastity and that's not happening, obviously, with these girls that are absolutely... Yeah, it's basically about the fact that he's a the hero and so his bloodline has a lot of potential so literally all the women looking to have a child with a the hero in order to have his dna in their children is after his thing <laughs> um and the, the the goofy thing that is about it is that he, the one that he loves this one girl who is who has to be the daughter of the king she's super um, innocent <laughs> she's 
let's just say she believes babies come from storks still. <laughs> and so she doesn't understand that. Even though they're going out, she doesn't understand that they to have kid they need to do the to tango. Um so yeah, he he's given it to everybody else but her, unfortunately. For for his his desire to actually have a child with her. Um it's it's crazy and her him basically having to hide that from everybody. I the, I still to this day, I think one of the funniest scenes was when they had dinner with the king and <laughs> the other and the, the they're literally <laughs> under the table. They're under the table trying to get to him. Uh, it, it was hilarious. It's just a lot of fun. Wasn't uh, it the- I did confirm at least what any chart says that High Dive has it. So that's great. Um, that means we won't get they, – they could still get a censored version, but they won't like have like a highly censored version or have to worry about it getting taken down because it's too raunchy. But – yeah, I'm assuming they'll probably have the regular broadcast be censored, but hopefully eventually they'll get an uncensored version of it. But I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they might go straight for it. We don't know. So I'm definitely excited for that one. But yeah, good stuff, good stuff. My life after I became a dummy head mic one morning, or Aru Asa dummy head mic ni natai ita orekun no jinsei. Long title. Yes, this is the the new the new attempt at the ASMR anime. Now, this is by the same team studio director that did "Can I Make Your Ears Happy" in 180 seconds, which I've said before was a huge letdown. Uh, basically, the concept and this one, unlike the other one, is that it's a isekai person as an ASMR dummy head microphone, which is basically a dummy head that has two microphones in it: one on the right ear, one on the left ear, to simulate ASMR recordings which is where you make noises and whisper in people's ears until they have a sensation in the back of the neck or whatever or they're goosebumps basically but this one also the idea i think is that he's an asmr dummy head microphone that gets stuck with different girls that are technically yuri so that might add another interesting effect to the entire thing but hopefully they've actually figured out that in order to do asmr you need to record everything with the dummy head microphone um, which was a problem with the original one where half the stuff wasn't recorded with the the two-channel microphone. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm still going to watch it because it's weird. <laughs> Super weird. And I love weird stuff. Unfortunately, nobody grabbed the license on the last one. I ended up having to watch it on YouTube. Um, so hopefully somebody this time will pick it up. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. So, Are you excited? Did You, you didn't get a chance to watch the other one because you didn't want to no. bother with the whole YouTube thing. Right. And then by the time it was time to be find out, you, you had already said it failed miserably. So yeah, yeah. Um, and the last one we have in the short section is Riwa no Digi Chariot. Yes, apparently they want to make another Digi Chariot. <laughs> um, this is a mini anime to celebrate Digi Chariot's franchise twenty fourth anniversary. Whew, it's been that long. That's it's been a long time. Um, I don't know. I'll probably check this out. Uh, I, I literally remember nothing about DigiChart. I did uh, browse it quite a bit back in the day, but um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what this one turns out to be. It looks it looks cute. I've always kind of liked the style of it and everything, so hopefully it's it's got something in it. And again, technically, if anybody actually picks it up, which it being this old of a franchise and a mini, I don't know that anybody will, but we'll see. That's it. That's, that's all of the fall 2022 anime season. Um, we do have some movies and stuff like that coming out that you definitely could be excited for. We have um, Slime is getting their movie coming out, which is which is great, um, which I think most people are probably excited for. I 
I think the movie already came out, right? I don't know. I think they did the movie already. Unless this is supposed to be the movie. You're in the movie section, so I'm going to assume that's the movie. Yeah, but it lists it as one episode. I guess they list all the movies as one episode. So, yeah, it would be the movie. So, yeah, the movie for Slime, we have Sword Art Online Progressive, which I know that got delayed from September into October. Um, we have, of course, the Suzume no Tojimari, which is the the, doors. the, new, the new project by, what's his name? Um, Makoto Shinkai. Makoto Shinkai. So that's exciting. I know a lot of people are jazzed for that one. Uh, Watsuten's getting a movie, which um, that's been a long time coming. So I'm pretty excited for that one. And I think that's that's it. So yeah, I, I noticed just now that... Oh yeah, we also have Leftovers. We have... Um, we, of course, had Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer was confirmed to doing a two-core, which if you're going back and forth between the manga and the TV series like I was doing for a while, you know that was going to require two cores. <laughs> so exciting to see if they're going to do a full adaptation of that, even though I, I agree with people that it's not the visually best-looking show ever. Um, I'm still hoping that it's eventually the story gets really good. Uh, Utawaramono is going for a full two-core as well. They're going for 20 episodes, so that's going to be a full adaptation and a completion of that story. So I'm super excited for that as well. So... That's pretty much for the the ongoings into the new season into the next season. So, yeah, I, I didn't I did notice that Chris, you were not writing things down. So <laughs> we didn't Do have you know? a, we didn't have a pen <laughs> and, and paper this time. Did you Did you at least mentally note what you're excited about? I noted returning some um, the uh, romance one the um, the girl that has the prince the um, the villainess that tames the demon lord. Uh, the do-it-yourself. There was another one that was... Oh, the the Backstreet Maid Cafe. <laughs> I'll keep it made war. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, I mean, and I'm doing this off the top of my head. Backstreet so, Maids. Backstreet Maids. Um, so, forgive me. I'm sure that I'm missing something that I really, really am hype for, and I didn't... Uh, I'm not mentioning it because I, I have the memory of a slug. The last one will probably... I'm going to throw out there is probably going to oh the the show the a master uh, has no tail yeah the master has no tail it's not even in show a period it's tight it well it, i'm just it, saying i, I was actually else. thinking of the i was actually thinking of the other one and then that one popped up and that one i'm a little bit more excited than the other one the other one uh i'll, I'll toss out as a honorable mention the one with the um the raven mystery one the what raven the raven uh concubine concubine or whatever you call consort. it consort consort okay <laughs> okay see this All is right. why chris Good writes job, chris. stuff down <laughs> and you write down the goofiest stuff too so it's it, like even if he has a title at the time he just writes down the most random <laughs> and then i have to correct it afterwards it's fun though um yeah i, I think the problem that i'm facing is whenever i do my video which i did a full like top 10 most exciting shows of the, the coming season video the sword is, it, it, i get to as, cheat as well so I get to cheat with the video and make 10, whereas we always do five here, so that makes it even worse. But for sure, Do It Yourself is going to be in the list. I, I For some reason, that, that, that's working for me. I'm not going to include Urasa Yatsura because that's technically a remake. It's it's kind of similar to The Returners. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to use that same technicality on Gundam because obviously Gundam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if not, it would be Gundam, obviously. But I'm going to, again, I'm going to, Urasa Yatsura and Gundam, I'm going to, push out on a technicality we don't add returners in our list even though they're not returning their remakes or new well and 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 if you're if you're new to the way we do that it, the main reason why is because they're of course shows it would be no, it would be nothing but returning shows in our list yeah. it would be hard to say not 
Um, I yes, Chainsaw Man. Obviously, I'm excited just because the hype and the animation looks insane. But um, realistically, yeah, do it yourself. Bochi the Rock, Master has no tail. Akiba made war, and I think I. I think I went with, like, Immoral Guild, but I know this is, Immoral Guild's going to be stupid. I know it's going to be stupid, so I almost don't want to put it on there. I'll, I'll probably, I, I, I almost want to say the Villainous is taming the final boss, but I I kind of want to put, I didn't even include it in my top ten list. I had it as an honorable mention, but the more I think about it, I really do want to put Raven in the Inner Palace. I just, for some reason, I think that's going to be another hidden gem where nobody watches it but us, and we're going to be screaming at people to watch it. No, Ricardo has a sword. Chainsaw Man, Reincarnated as a Sword, Boat to the Rock, um, Do It Yourself, and what was the other one I had? I said Raven. No, uh, Master Hydra has no tail. Doesn't mean five. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate doing five. Five sucks. Mm-hmm. We always do five, and it always sucks. But yeah, um, definitely exciting season. Looking forward to fall 2022 anime season. Um, there, like I said before, all this stuff is subject to change. Some of this stuff could get delayed. For the most part, I think it's pretty locked in. I think fall is typically good at getting stuff locked in pretty quickly. Um, it's usually summer and spring where we see a lot of shows get shifted around when they at the last minute. But should have a pretty good idea of what is going to be coming up for fall. And we'll be covering it all, as per usual. We definitely recommend, uh, welcome you guys to, if you're on YouTube, subscribe so you get all of our content. I will be doing first impressions of all all of these shows, well, maybe some of them I miss if they're like returning shows that I'm not even caught up with. Like, got a mushy pedal, I'm not covering. <laughs> but I'll be doing first impressions for all of them. So definitely stay tuned for there so you can get my impressions on all of them. Because I know that most people can't watch all this stuff. So we're here to help you guys figure out. We, we might not like this show, but we'll at least tell you what to expect in the show so you can decide for yourself if it's something you want to watch. We don't bash stuff here. We just let you know, hey, it's there. This is what it's doing. Yes, we'll tell you if we liked it or not, but then you can decide upon yourself. Um, otherwise, if you're listening to this on a podcast format, keep us keep chicken check. We'll eventually we'll do a first impression. We'll probably end up doing two part, maybe three. Um, did we do two last time? It was still pretty long. I think we yeah. were going to switch to three. We we'll were see. going to three. We'll see when it come around to it. Probably going to do a three parter um, this time around, just so we don't burn ourselves out trying to record a five. It was like I think like three to four hour long podcast, and we were doing a two part. So it's like two. Two, two to three hour or three to four hour podcast. So, anyways, but as usual, this is all possible thanks to support from you guys, letting people know about us, sharing out our videos, sharing out our content. Again, word of mouth is greatly appreciated and it doesn't cost you anything. Additionally, if you do have the means to, we would appreciate if you consider supporting us on Patreon, our tips link. We also have a super thanks if you're listening to us on YouTube. All of our links to our support is on talkyspirit.com. If you go to the support page, there is links there to our Patreon and our uh, Streamlabs where you can do a, a one-time gift. Um, additionally, again, if you're on YouTube, the super thanks goes directly to us. And uh, we definitely appreciate everybody that currently supports us. Greatly appreciate everybody that supports us on Patreon. And uh, again, it's due to your guys' th- uh, support that actually makes this happen, and we appreciate it greatly. Uh, but yeah, with all that said, we thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and you'll take care. Peace! それが<笑>
売るわけじゃないからこのくらい問題ないむしろ味があって悪くないタイル貼るなんてやったことなかったけどすごく楽しかった DIY なんて私興味ないからプリンも一緒にやろう